I love it. You look like a fraternity jock with the hat and the. <laughs> I uh, well, I got back from uh, uh, Louisiana, and uh, this is one of the few things I had. We watched it. And I'm like, oh, and I went for a run, and um, yeah, I do kind of look uh, trailer trashy white guy from Wyoming, don't I? Well, it's the Alabama hat that really sealed. Oh, it. is that what it really? Yeah, you do look like you're from Alabama, and you're... I got a. I got a Chicago Blackhawks hat, if that makes it better. Uh, that doesn't make it much better, but no. uh, it's, it's probably... Any... <laughs> One second, I'm trying to plug in my internet here, because I'm sure I'm, like, fuzzy, right? Or... You're a little fuzzy, yeah. You sure. plug in directly in? Yeah, the the line here. So oh, okay. Well, we'll wait for you. Okay. Whoa, your volume just went way up. There we go. Is this better? Good, good, yeah. Um, check your audio. Say checkity, check, check. Checkity check check. Good. The girl Good. from Ipanema <laughs> goes walking, and as she passes, each one she passes goes ah ah. ah. Uh, how you been? What's up? Good. Um, managed to wake up for an exercise class. Uh, let's see. Just had some lunch. Yeah, that's about it in terms of excitement. How you, about you? Uh, you uh, got rid of the fuzz. What happened there? The yeah, many women I, are crying themselves to sleep now because you got rid of that. Yeah, our groupies are so upset. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> no, I had to do this accounting professional meeting type networking thing last night. And I'm like, all right, this has gotten a little out of control. So I went ahead and just shaved it. Couldn't you just trim it? Don't you have trimmers? Yeah, I started trimming it. And I was like, ah, fuck it. I mean, it'll grow back in a week and a half anyway. So, so what? CPAs can't have beards? Is that unprofessional? No, it's not unprofessional, but it's like if I'm going to put on a suit, I just feel weird having like this gangly beard, really? you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll get I, it back. I, Dude, it wasn't until I grew a beard did anyone actually even start remotely uh, concerning what came out of my mouth. Uh, and now that's like got that I got that touch of gray going on, that peppered beard. Plus, I tell the whole world to fuck off. And now people are like, oh, he's telling me to fuck off. Well, maybe I should listen to him. So I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think the beard would hurt you anyway. Well, I should have shown up like you're dressed right now. Can you imagine me walking in there with those bunch of eggheads? <laughs> you would have. Dude, it's the world. Forget networking, but in, in terms of success, I'm wondering if it isn't like the movie Office Space where – it's not whether it's good behavior that gets rewarded, it's aberrant behavior. Yeah. In other words, uh, women will take the absolute value of attention. Whether you're complimenting them or insulting them, you're giving them attention in one way or another. So they will take the absolute value. You're still giving them attention. The worst thing you could do is pay no attention. And corporations, since everyone is out there hustling and trying to do better than Mark, and Mark's trying to do be better than Jesse, and Jesse's trying to do better than Amy, it's marginally incremental <clears throat> bits of ass kissing and brown nosing that get the guy. And then, then you're dancing like a circus clown to entertain the boss. Whereas if a la office space, you just walked in and said, fuck it, I'm going to fillet a fish that I just caught on my desk and kicked down the walls, that aberrant behavior almost will get you promoted or more respect. So if you came walking in like me, you know, uh, uh, trailer trash Tony here, 
I, 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 it wouldn't hurt. It would not hurt your reputation. I don't think, I think it would be just like, what the hell was that? And then you, you know, any, 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 um, any press is good press kind of thing. Well, you kind of lost me when you said boss, because I'm not familiar with what that is. Well, then why were you, what was the point of the network meeting then? Oh, it was just, it's good to get together. They had an open bar and it's, you know, you can try to find the cool person that maybe you can send referrals to and that sort of thing. But I hate to say it, there there weren't that many cool people there. I know you're shocked to hear that a meeting full of CPAs doesn't have a lot of cool, sociable people. But I am, I'm glad I'm sitting down to find out that shocking. Tr- Are you sure you, you're just not lying and propagating? I thought CPAs were like the life of the party. Unless I went to the wrong room and it was a, it was the engineering uh, convention. Uh, <laughs> there were some spurgs in there. Yeah. What, uh, what about, um, are actually, I always got jokes on actuaries that they're, you know, what, what's the joke? What's the difference between an accountant and an actuary? Uh, let's see, probably about $50,000 a year. Well, that too, but they say an, an accountant has a personality. Ooh. Yeah. It, well, I was it, like, ooh. Well, what are actuaries that dull and boring? I don't, are they really, really sticking the muds? I have no idea. I've only met a few of them and you know, they weren't, they weren't terrible. They're just like engineers, you know, not a speck of right brain on them. It's all, well, I'm certain of this, that, and the other. Yeah. Yeah. No, I kind of ran into that with economics where, Economics is is no more than the accounts of a of a nation or the globe. You know, it's just the mathematical reality of a <clears throat> of a society or a group of people or of a country. And you could you could point out the truth, like yeah, this and that, that and this. It's like oh shit! It's like I'm sorry, I forgot. You want me to be Paul Krugman? Uh, you deserve everybody else's money, and we deserve UBI, and and it's not your fault. You're a fuck up. That's that's what I should have said. That's what I'm sorry. <laughs> That's uh, that's how you become a really good economist in today's world. What do you want the numbers to be? All right, here they are, Bob. There, yep, yep. <clears throat> Not your fault, Bill. Nope, nope. It's somebody else's fault. Hey, your numbers, whatever. Don't don't look into the methodology. Hey, so, how was your weekend down south? Maybe that's why you're dressed like this. I uh, <laughs> it's in part that yeah, some of the some of the clothes are in the laundry because I sweated through a lot. Um, cause we we're down in Louisiana, it was nineties and humidity on the low end was 60% thing up like 75%. So you just kind of sweat, <clears throat> not as bad as I uh, thought it would be. Um, but yeah, it was great. No, I, I, uh, remember that time we all hung out, uh, with you and your crew and Marcus and Vince and all those guys. And we're just at O'Shaughnessy's having a grand old time. And then we got yeah. Vietnamese food. Women, we got the Vietnamese food over on Broadway. I think it was. Uh, you might be thinking of Lawrence, but yeah. Oh, oh I'm across sorry. The- yeah, no, that's Broadway. You're right. All that's right. Broadway. I know Chicago better than you. That's okay. You only live there. <laughs> Every time you come street. here. What's funny is when you come here, we always seem to just hang around a quarter mile radius from my office and uh, apartment, which I I love that. <laughs> it's a great area. You're in. You're, you're my favorite bar in the world is just down the street from you, man. It's uh but uh, when we when we hung out, it was awesome. That's that's one of the and then we hung out with your firefighter buddy. And we kind of showed her him around because I think you had a date or you were busy or something. And uh, we went up to Evanston and it oh, was yeah. it was just it was like that, just hanging out with two really cool guys. We hung out with the great one <clears throat> and Adam Piggott. And we did nothing. Like I didn't even wear bring socks because then it was gonna be that hot. And the great one only brought sandals, and because we knew we were gonna be running, it's too hot outside. We did go to the gym, however. Doesn't the uh, great one live out west somewhere? Yeah, yeah. He lives in the People's Republic of Fort Collins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And um, 
And we just, all we did was we got there and it was three days, more or less of the th- same thing. I'd wake up, they'd already be woken up because they're early risers. We get coffee, we hang out at uh, Adam's apartment. <clears throat> we curse, we swear. We do some consult- uh, asshole consulting. We did a video one time and I was kind of teaching them how to use YouTube and all that because they're old. You did a um, video with them? I might have missed that. Yeah. No, it's on uh, it's on the Aaron Cleary channel. All right. Um, so we we did some asshole consulting, so I could kind of like keep up and not fall too far behind on the consultations. Did they show their faces or no? <laughs> no, no, no. And Adam was like, "Oh, let me show my face." I'm like, "Nah, no, you don't. You 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 don't really need to show your face." And uh, the great one, I'm like, "No, let's just keep it as is. Keep it anonymous." Um, and so uh, yeah, so we did some consulting. Um, and they got the hang of like uh, super chats. And speaking of which, related, uh, guess who might be joining us later on today? Oh, John Steele? No. Atham? No. Think uh, bigger, bigger. Rook, bigger. Who, he could make a fortune off of like the super chats. If he had a YouTube, like if he did a live YouTube channel, he has a YouTube channel, but if he did live streams, he'd make a ton of money. Wow. Is this somebody you've had on before? Someone I've had on only once before. Man. Um... In conjunction with Rich Cooper. Oh, uh, Terrence Pop might be. Terrence Pop might join in. Yeah. So he might because um, he, he wants to get kind of in on the, oh, how does the super chat thing? You just, uh, oh, you just do it. You know, it's like, no, come on in on the show. We'll show you how to work. And I'm probably going to have him man the questions if we get super chats so that you okay. get the feel for it and all that. So, um, man, I'm a little intimidated. He's kind of a big deal. Not that he, you aren't, but yes. <laughs> He's we're just guys, man. We're just guys. Oh, okay. He's a war hero, a tough man fighter. Remember tough man? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Before the MMA where there wasn't gloves. Yeah. He's a tough man fighter. Um, he's only like six foot two and could kick our ass. He's only a ranger. Well, I saw a video of him, of boxing and beating the shit out of somebody on YouTube. It's an older video, like 15 years or something. Yeah. um, Yeah, That's when he was doing tough man competition. Just promise me this. Don't when he comes on, don't make it like Rolo comes and he just goes, 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 and goes. And I'm just Dude, sitting you, here like uh You think I control that? <laughs> I know, I know. I don't think Terrence Pop would do that. No, no. Terrence is kind of um because he's he's done recording all the time uh with Blake, his producer. And so it's all scripted and everything, which is a completely different ball of wax than just going live and having a show. Um so as you could kind of see it. Uh, you ever see his video, his uh, speech at the, not the 21 convention. It was the, uh, it was this like men's rights. <laughs> it was a men's rights something. Yeah. Yeah, men's group. yeah. And he, he's in a suit. Yeah. He is perfectly well-spoken, but that's, that's the rehearsed pop. And then there's like the edited pop, you know, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> but then it's a different ball of wax to just come on and shoot the shit and, and stuff like that. So I kind of, and he is, he could make a fortune. That's the real thing. And so I'm like, dude, could you imagine how much super chat money would come his way if a he just ton. did a Terrence pop show? Yeah. He'd get a ton, but oh. yeah, he's got to get used to like being live. Not that I know how to do it, but you know, yeah, well it helps with uh, when you have a bunch of people on. So anyway, he might be joining us. Um, Can I, yeah, we, well, I just got to say, I know you hate internet drama, so you, you don't have to talk about this if you want, but did you hear about what's going on with Rolo and Donovan Sharp and all that? I, I've heard it. Um, and yeah, you're right. I do kind of eschew the the drama. Um, but it, it was breaking when we were in Louisiana about to fly back, me and the great one. Yeah. And it's, I don't know what's going on. Rolo doesn't know what's going on. 
I trust Rolo, of course, obviously. It yeah. makes no sense to me. Why would you get a Rolo? Um, that, that makes me wonder, like, you know, what? Well, why'd you get rid of Cooper? Yeah. You know, what? 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 Why? And and you know, then there's theories like, okay, there could be a mole. You know, that's about the only way. Well, why would you set up and go to this level of extent? That 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 that. But I'll tell you this. Um, it's. Let me, I've been wanting to talk about piss for the past three podcasts. Let me explain. Well, let's talk about <laughs> piss, okay? Okay. <laughs> Any person, man or woman, who has their head out of their ass about the realities of what's happening to Western civilization, to the overall mental health of the nation and the people, what's happening to the quality and caliber of people, and you care about the future, there's no, it's bleak. It's just bleak. There's not a lot to look forward to. What we're doing is unsustainable on several levels. Um, you, freedom is under attack. You're no longer allowed to be free. Uh, we're at this tragic point in time where Western civilization fought many wars over thousands of years and hundreds of million people have died so that we could, we, we had this like blip in the grand scheme of human history of true freedom. We got rid of slavery, uh, fought a war for it. Um, we got equal rights. And now that the people have equal rights and democracy, they're going to vote ourselves. And, we're, and on top of it, we are so damn successful with technology and capitalism that there is no challenge. There is no threat. Our poor are fat. You know, I remember when poor actually meant tightening a belt a little bit, <clears throat> uh, that the quality and caliber of people are just, I don't think they can handle six. I don't think people can handle capitalism to success. Because they just go, they revert back to their slothful, lazy, inner dwelling selves. There's no challenge. There's no uh, um, rigor. There's no, and, and so the quality and caliber. So as you see the quality and caliber of the people around you <clears throat> deteriorate, you got to find a point and purpose, a reason to live, something to have value. And this really strikes close to anyone who's a decent enough philosopher to know that the number one thing in life is, Chad? Other people. Other people. And yes, again, we can look at Ferraris. We can look at technology. In the end, you need other people. That's the only reason to live. It's the only thing that really gives life any value or purpose is the love, interaction, and sometimes ball busting from your male friends of other people. And you don't have career anymore. You don't have marriage. You don't have family. You don't even have community. So it in my life, and I presume many other people, especially men, because we're a little bit maybe more agency oriented, <clears throat> you're like, what is left? What is there really left to live for? And it is other people. But when you see people on your own team not meet the standards you require, or simply not be able to keep it together, that hurts more than when a leftist says, I want your money. Or when a leftist says, oh, I have this disability and you oppress me. Enslave yourself partially to me so I could take some more of your time through you working and laboring and paying taxes. It hurts because a parasite's going to parasite, right? Leftists are, leftists are going to left, right? Yeah. Socialists going to socialist. Ocasio-Cortez going to rely on other people's money. Okay, I understand that. But when you look at your own team and they're a bunch of fuck-ups or they're, they're not even necessarily fuck-ups, but you thought, oh, wow, it's right up here. And then it's like, what? Really? That hurts more because it's like, God, then I got nothing. 
I got nothing. And this is why I was so great hanging out with the great one and Adam Piggott, because I was like, God damn, a breath of fresh air. Some guys we can hang out with and curse and swear and bust each other's balls, have intelligent conversations. It was like, yeah, unfortunately, Adam lives across the planet. Great one lives over in Colorado. Um, but getting back to piss, who, who are two of the most cherished people in my life that you know of? I've, I've sent you pictures of them. Well, there's we're outside of your GF, right? Outside of the GF. there, oh, there are your two, nieces. My nieces, Lucifer yeah. and Geronimo. <laughs> two little... Little, little shits that Uncle Aaron comes in. What do you kids want to do? And you know what's great about little kids? I think they, and I'm learning this because I have mm -hmm. a nephew who's 18 months. I think that they're going to have fun and they'll be laughing and smiling no matter what the activity is. is. Is that it? If you just pay them the time of day. You spend time with kids, and this is for parents too. I know, I know you ladies can't wait now. The umbilical cord hasn't been cut off yet, and you're already <laughs> rushing it off to the daycare center or to the nanny. But if you spend some fucking time with your fucking kids, they'll love you. And so all I do, you know, and it's not like I just spoil them rotten. I discipline them like, no, we're not doing that. No, you're not. It'd be quiet. Uh, but you go, you go to the malt shop. You go to the donut store. You go to the park. You take them to, you feed ducks. Hey, 89 cents for used Wonder Bread. Let's go feed some ducks. They think it's great. Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's ride around in the truck, in the back of the truck. Yes, it's illegal. We'll drive around in the parking lot. They, they, you just spend time with them. And it's wonderful. Now, it one of the few things I got in life, man, one of the few things. So the eldest is five. What should you have down by the age of five, Chad? As a five-year-old, what's one of the first things you should have pretty much down before you go to kindergarten? I mean, I hope we're not talking about potty training. We are talking about potty training. Oh, my goodness. Five? Five. <laughs> so now, anytime I go over, it kind of smells like piss. Oh. The kid's seat smells like piss. The kid smells like piss. Uh, you know, you, you can't pick her up because she smells like piss. And it really just, now, <laughs> here's this thing I want to hang out with, but I can't because it smells like piss. And oh. it's like looking at my team like, did you not fucking raise, go, really? Really? You know, I'm kind of battling the left over here. Could you make it so my niece doesn't fucking piss herself? Is that possible? <laughs> and so it immediately hits one of the few things I got. It totally lessens it. You can't hang out with someone smelling a urine. You just can't do it. And so it did. And this is, and this is a uh, something similar with the, with the breakup of the red pill group <clears throat> where I don't know what's going on. I, I do care, but at the same time, you know, everyone's got their own. I'm not going to take sides. I find it highly because I know Rolo Rolo is the most honest and trustworthy man. And you're kind of like, really? This this other kind of key aspect of my life, the red pill, the manosphere, the alternative right or whatever, the alternative media, whatever you want to call it, this not brainwashed group of people, this last vestige of real men who are trying to pass on what can only in my mind be the most valuable, vital information to young men and women if they care to listen and actually get married, maybe have kids, have a life, you know, outside of work and paying taxes to see it like what we can't keep this together. What what's going on? Like really? 
you know, it's like getting back to battalion. Like you're on the front lines, you're shooting, you're, you're fighting, you're engaged, and you get relief from the front lines. You go back to battalion to rest up, and and people are running around with pink pussy hats on and and sucking each other's dick. It's like, what the fuck is that? Why am I fighting? I mean, even on a more using that war, like I I don't I know I tell people to go into the military for financial purposes. People think I say, oh, for patriotism. It's like, no, they're the best game in town. You go there for finances and free education and the benefits. That's why you go there. You, you certainly don't go there to fight for the home country. What do you got to fight? I remember my buddy, Jerry in Wyoming, there'd be a beautiful girl that would walk by. You know what he would say? What would he say? He'd say, that's why we go to war, son. That's why we go to war. <laughs> well, back in the day, maybe that's what it was, but the fuck if it is now, I mean, who, what am I going to go protect some 250 pound land whale that's entitled and worthless degree wants to be bailed out of her student loan? There is no guy. And that's another like, eh, it used to be women that was the number one thing that gave man life and failure. And I was kind of like, um, I got to look out for them like landmines. Think I'm going to. So it really stings more when my team, our team, you look at them and you're like, God damn. And we even know personally some people who like they were posers and they're all down with it. And then you find out that just a bunch of parasites who don't want to work. Uh, and like, yeah. Really? This is our team. This is here. They're on drugs. They're doing this, they're doing that. And it was just, it was just an ism for them to join. They didn't really I'm, believe in it. I, I believe I know some of the people you're talking about. Some. Yeah. And it's not yeah. just one, it's some. And, uh, and then you, then you really got to ask, God damn it. Is there any damn good reason to live? And it starts getting down into single digits on one hand type of thing that you can count. That that's mm. going to be around it. And so it's, I had such a good time in Louisiana. Although New Orleans sucks, by the way, I would never, I, I'm, I don't have to go to New Orleans ever again. I didn't let it bother me. I'm just like, Oh fuck. What, you know, enjoy the decline. Who I can't control it. Stoicism. And I just enjoyed hanging out with the great one at the airport. We had coffee. We chit chatted. We did internet work. That was about it. But that's, that's kind of my, my feeling. If it's a mole, then there's a little bit of salvation because, um, then it means it was, it was nothing on, on their part, something that they couldn't control. Um, Donovan, Sharp is is legit. Rolo's legit. Cooper yeah. legit. I have nothing against all these people at all. Not a single one of them. I'm kind of like, well, what the hell? Uh, but it it really is. If it's a mole, I'll be happy. If it's just because egos got in the way or something like that, it was then, over a woman. What's the rumor says? Well, that's the rumor. Do, do yeah. we really see? That's it, it's all speculation. I yeah. The three you named to me are like the most credible ones and the ones that I would watch. And they're all out of it now. So it's like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. I, it's, and see, that's, that's another, it isn't always that way. But one way to tell if somebody's legitimate is if they don't need the job. Like Rolo, he's got his own um, booze company that he does. Right. Right. And then, then the red pill manager or whatever, that was truly a hobby. Uh, he fell into it. He doesn't need it. Rich, he had his own car finance. He was working with car finance or something with cars and finance or financing cars. One of those two. Um, he had his own thing going on. I was in banking. You're in accounting. Da, da, da. Everybody has some. Uh, and then you pursue this out of a passion or what you believe is right and, and to maybe even do some good. Maybe I made a couple bucks along the way as well. 
But then when this becomes the only thing you got, and that's that's when it becomes a dick contest, like the the Sargon of Akkad and the oh, who's the one that we're kind of like, yeah, he's that, and then and then it's like, really, you're getting you're rolling around in the pigs in the mud on this one, and he's presumably like more mature, older than us, um, foreigner from Chile. Help me out. Oh, you mean Coach Red Pill? Coach Red Pill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what really? Do we have time for this? Yeah, why do people fight like this? Like, you're an internet personality. People know you and stuff. Right. So it just doesn't it doesn't compute for me if you get yourself a presence, you know, you get followers, you put out good content, and then you allow this type of drama to right. seep in. And I don't blame Rich or Rolo. I feel like they're kind of getting caught up with immature people, maybe. Well, I don't know who's the immature one. I've listened to a fair amount of the Red Man group, and I'm – there's one definite one that's I I'd hate to say his name. Don't say it. I don't yeah. want I don't want to get my yeah. you could text no, me it same. later. I yeah, we don't exactly. know. We're not gonna connect. it's it's right. not I won't my say. cup of tea. But you know what? I I'm not gonna get in the Beck Lawferini thing. Um <laughs> actually the God, how <laughs> those guys you're are a, so awesome. <laughs> you're a dick. No, you're a dick. No, you're a dick times two. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Go back to your regular platforms. Pastor Do Tom said this. commentary. You're in a pagan cult. <laughs> Mother Mary, fuck you. Uh, we got relics. No, you don't. Uh. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, okay, here's another perfect example. The only tiff I you could possibly say I've ever had in this uh, industry in the profession was with who? Um, wasn't it, uh, was it Stardust or Barbar? Who was it? No, that, about that, or? Uh, that, no, no. I sent out a tweet. Someone sent, I retweeted it and I didn't really, that, that, that I don't count. Because um, I did apologize. I was wrong there. I did apologize because I was wrong. Was this more recent? No, nah, it was several years ago. Man, I'm not sure. You had he a lives, beef. He with lives somebody? just a little south of you. He's bald. Oh, I actually still yeah. because I like it. Do you want me to say his name? Yeah, or? you can say his name. It's not, not secret. It's Unky Burnburn. Bernard Chapin, of which I even recommend you tune into his show. His, him and Florida. I like his show. His yeah. show is very good. What was my response when he did the the fuck Aaron Clary video or whatever it was. I'm not sure you even had a response. I ignored it. Why? Okay, fine. You hate my guts. All right. I'm doesn't change my day. It, it, you know, I I listen to his stuff, you know, when he has them. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Yeah. I I think Florian and him have a, a I love it when um, Francis comes on too. Uh, You know, Francis, I don't think I know Francis. He's a, he's a uh, professional pianist over in Philadelphia. He's a little bit older. I think he's 55, 54. And he has a very debonair look about him. Like he could play James Bond if he had more of a full set of hair. <clears throat> but even with receding hairline, he he's just a very handsome man. Uh, no homo, but uh, he's just a dapper guy. Very posh, polished gentleman. Very cultured. And um, he went through hell in his past. Uh, so he's also got some very interesting insights. And um, he he occasionally drops in every once in a while, but he ubers and then he he uh, he plays piano. He's just an interesting fella. I love it when he's on. It's just a a, a great mix. Uh, I'm not gonna let drama even even affect that. I'm not even gonna let that. It's it, life is too short for that. But drama. That's what you fucking watch on. T- oh, you Game of Thrones people. You watch Game of Thrones. You know drama. Oh, good drama. That's just what we need because there's not enough of it in life. Well, I think it's good you're staying out of that stuff because it just makes everybody look bad. 
It hurts credibility. I don't know if it hurts credibility. Yeah, you're right. It kind of does because it's like, look at these guys. They keep imploding. And God almighty, how much was invested in the 21 convention? It's like thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. And now the key speakers from past years aren't even going to be speaking. So it's I, like, why would you pay for that? I Well, yeah, the reputation is tarnished now of that uh, brand or whatever. Um <clears throat> I, it, it's, it, and it, you know what? Beautiful day outside. I went for a run with my wife beater shirt on. There were no wives <laughs> to beat. I didn't know. I look, I went running and looking. There were no wives to beat. I was like, ah, why did I wear this damn shirt? It's and raining then, dogs and cats outside. Right. Then, <laughs> oh, are you got the rain now? Thunderstorms galore. Yeah. Oh, That's why yeah. I went to the gym early. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be outside in this shit. No, no, we got, we got them rolling in here. Get it rolloing in. <laughs> Rollo. <laughs> um, dude, we got a bottleneck, a backlog. Let's here do it. Let's let's stay on top chats. of it because I got some articles we've got to talk to. Hopefully, Terrence Pop will come in. I sent him the link. Uh, but let's let's bang them out, machine gun style. Okay. Great start. Charles Mack for $12.34. He says, finally at my desk for the start of this thing. <laughs> it's been busy with both work and life. Hope all is well, everyone. Well, thanks a lot. Yeah. This is Charles Mack or Charles, Charles Mack. Charles yeah. Mack. Yeah. He's, he's our IT guy. I have gotten a dearth, meaning a lack of uh, IT questions. I haven't gotten any IT questions. I do want to have them on, but I want to build up enough IT questions. Sure. Uh, so we could come on. So I'm not ignoring you, Charlie. Ahmed, I'm not ignoring you too. I know Ahmed's probably listening. Yeah. He's um, in there. Yeah. Ahmed, he, he wants to come in on the show one of these days, but I, I just, I need to finish up and stabilize because now I got to go out to Rapid City. Uh, I got a, I got a fan from Romania and her husband are out there and they're like, we'll come to Minneapolis. I'm like, God, do not waste 16 hours round trip coming out here. I'll go out to you. So I may hop on a quick plane and go visit. GF gets to visit the moms and moms. Jeez, more trips week. for you. You just hate staying at home. No, I don't. I, I, I really do want to stay at home a little bit more, but it's, it's the same thing with Piggott. Do I want to fly to Europe or, or worse, Australia to visit Piggott? Or do I want to fly two and a half hours down to Louisiana? Do I want to fly to Rome? I mean, yeah, I wouldn't mind flying to Romania. Or do I want to spend the $300 round trip, go to Rapid City back, say hi to them? I Because it, it's kind of sad. If you're that close, you can't close the gap. Yeah. You know, like, oh, dang, I missed that person. And they've been very nice to me, very friendly people. She's a motorcyclist, too. Very cool gal. Um, and hardcore, even more hardcore than me. This gal could kick my ass. She's She's like... Off-road, on-road, a really cool chick. Um, but yeah, so I figure I might just go out there. Hey, how you? Because Rapid City, thankfully, is only an hour and a half away. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll have more on Charles Mack uh, when we get the IT stuff. All right, next. Next is our buddy Bacon. Bacon um, Maldito of what website? Uh, the goddamn bacon. And I, we're uh, Instagram buddies now. He's got a great Instagram channel. It's full of uh, women that are pleasant to the eye uh, with I, some funny commentary. I've asked him where he got his supply, and he told me. And and now what? You can. It's all video instead of images. It's now it's video or audio. Well, we the, can watch his podcast up there. There's there's images, but yeah, I saw. I happened to click on Instagram uh, yesterday or a couple of days ago, and he was live. So I just sat there and listened to it. Okay, I'll have to I'll have to tune in. He, hey, he's got to convert those to MP3 because I went to his site. I was going to download it uh, for my run today, but he uh, he doesn't have. Maybe I just got to go to Instagram and download them myself. That's what I got to do. Well, for two dollars and twenty three cents, he asked, "What does Super Chad Elkins eat? No avocado toast." Uh, 
I I like to eat your very namesake whenever I get a chance. I love me some bacon. Freaking mm. love it. I had bacon and eggs and uh, toast and um, a little bit of cottage cheese for protein right before this uh, stream. Man, you're all so, healthy and everything. Uh, I mean, if I'm going to drink and eat crap other times, I might as well <laughs> eat well at home. There's there's morning chat or early afternoon chat. Like, I have to eat. And then there's drunk at a sports ball game chat. Ah, I picked you up my beer. That's Where when you get the best text from me. School of management. You and Atham, I like to send you uh, stuff when I'm drunk, including last night. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else we got? Okay. So for $5, Stephen Ochoa says or asks, have you heard of the about the BBC article where an Indian man wants to sue parents for conceiving him? I did see something like that. A while back, I heard somebody was uh, suing their parents for being born. <laughs> I can't. Some parents do need to be. I'm not joking. Some parents do need to be sued. Like the parents that uh, steal their kid's social security number and then open up credit cards with it. We've had a couple clients like that. Yeah. Uh, I would be, uh, if, again, if Cappy was king, <clears throat> king, not president, king, uh, there would be a divorce tax and it would go into an escrow account and it would go to help out your children. I don't care how many hours you got to work. You got to pay that thing. So they give them compensating for the disadvantage that you had bringing them up in a, a dysfunctional home. Mm. Um, I, I can see, you know, some people should have been aborted. Absolutely. This whole idea <laughs> that all life is precious. Like not if you're living in a shithole with fucked up parents that are on meth and drugs. Not if, not if there's only one person around and she ain't even, or he ain't even going to take care of it. No, there's, there's instances where people have probably would have just that blackness. Remember that blackness? that you can't remember because you weren't there to remember the blackness, let alone understand the concept of blackness before you're reborn. Remember that non-consciousness? Yeah, in a conceptual level, I do. Yeah, because uh, yeah, th I think that's better than a lot of people being born today and what lives they're born into. So uh, I know it's dark, and uh, but what are you going to do? It's, it's this show. So, But uh, was he spoiled, though? I could see that being the other thing. Like he didn't get his Ferrari or something, and now he's suing his parents for money. I, I don't remember. It was something about kind of what you said. He was brought up, uh, and he hated the way he was brought up or the environment or something. Yeah. So yeah. The, the revenge there, you don't necessarily sue your parents. You just don't help them out when they're in their old age. That's the revenge. Speaking of parents, I just got this email from my mom. Like we were... <laughs> back and forth and i told her i was going to be on here uh -huh. do not take this to heart she's just playing around i know i know mrs elkins she goes listening to your live show clary needs to let you talk more <laughs> well i i can let you talk more do no, you want to talk I'm more fine. no no i like reading the super chats and jumping in when i have something to say this is I the host co-host relationship the host oh, you, let me explain Should I explain radio to you chad you want me to explain radio to you Sure, I want to learn. Right. There's usually always a main host. Now, there are some guys who do it without hosts, uh, co-hosts. Rush Limbaugh, Dennis Prager, Mark Levin. Um, who's the other? The one I like. Michael Savage. Uh, uh, some guys just do it better on their own. Then there are others that have a co-host. And that's usually more your morning variety talk show. Um, but Joe Souchere, he's got Rookie. Um, even Howard Stern had his co-host, right? Yeah, Baba Booey or something. Something, something like that. For a while, Rush Limbaugh had Bo Snerdly. Uh, and it, it depends on what format you want. I can do both. 
Because when I do the Clary podcast, I just ramble. But the before just before your mom kicks my ass, says she doesn't make me a grilled cheese sandwich again. Because you don't let my son talk enough. She um, was joking. I know, I know. But, but for people to understand the industry, the host is to throw softballs over the plate for the main host, and he hits them out of the park. And every once in a while, you can make commentary and, and, and all that. But that's that's the job of the host. You support the uh, no the jo- the co-host supports the host. That's the general thing. But usually, you can. Well, like, this uh, is this is what I was going to tell you is that when, when you're doing like your podcast by yourself or, and mm-hmm. that type of thing, I could never, ever, ever, ever do that. Like some people have been like, why don't you start your own channel and do, you know, podcast yourself? I just can't. The idea of just talking kind of to myself for like an hour straight, I, I would never be able to do it. Ever. Yeah, no, it takes a, it takes a type of personality and um, I don't know, almost an unconsciousness. Uh, but yeah, there's different people, you know, some people are introvert, some are extrovert, some could do solo. Some don't even want to be on the radio. Um, I remember one time having a co-host and he just sat there and I'm like, oh, this isn't going anywhere. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's different. I will have, we had, we tried doing the Elkins hour, but you, you didn't want that to well, we, take those down. We still do it. Don't we? I mean, this is kind of like, this it. is essentially it, but I like the Elkins hour because it was all about accounting, but then I'm kind of like realized like, yeah. If this is going to be accounting, and uh, you probably don't want to be too much associated with me, so I, <laughs> I probably should probably go back to my corner. But well, I'm glad your mom. I hope she's proud of you. Uh, I, you're the one that's heard her talk about me when I'm not in the room. So that's true. Even, no, she yeah. is proud. They are proud of you. I mean, your dad's a little more of the silent type, but you know, mm. I, I think he's. I think he's real proud. Cool. Well, for a dollar ninety nine. Ahmed Khan says, get me on cap on my phone though. He's at school. I think he no, wants to be no, on. you got to have this set up. You have to be, we're not doing phone. We're not doing the Mary Joe uh, affirmative action program where it's like, I got a phone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yes, you do Mary. And uh, those are nice cans, but uh, unfortunately, no, we want headphones and microphones. So actually Ahmed, let us know if you don't even bother. Cause get that first, make sure you got that set up at home and then we can do it. Because if I'm going to have you on, I don't want to have any technical issues like with Matt Forney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> building a desk or sawing a, a log in half or running power tools or whatever the hell he does. I remember that. <laughs> I remember. Matt, are you here? This is what you'd hear, you know. Matt! Were you making noise? No, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> he did a stream yesterday in the evening about that whole 21 convention drama. It was kind of um it was entertaining to listen to and it was unexpected because where he lives right now is just it's like a 11 or 12 hour time distance. Right. Or a, yeah, time zone distance. So um Well, I'm not even going to speculate on it. It's a little early and I'm sure I'm sure we'll find out down the road. <laughs> um so yeah, that was a meds. And oh, yeah, for $2 Carlos Miranda says Rolo got housed with that 21 convention. Yeah, we talked about that. Um, who knows what the hell happened, but the only thing I'm going to say, my opinion, if you if Rolo's not in that, that is a severe blow to the interest of many people in that yeah. event, my opinion. There was a movie called Live Jack, was it? It starred the Rolling Stones back in 1995. It's a 90s movie. Free Jack, Free Jack. Remember that movie, Free Jack? Uh, I don't think I saw that one. It was a pretty good flick. Of course, I was like, you know, 20 and pumped full of testosterone back. So maybe it's a dumb movie now. But 
there it's in the future and there's like this truth telling machine and uh Mick Jagger he plays a pretty big role in it he goes up to one guy and says oi you know Bobby come here put your hand in that and uh and Bobby is like you know his right hand man his lieutenant he's always been with them thick thick and thin and he puts his hand on it and then Mick Jagger asks him a question he says uh this and that and then <clears throat> Bobby answers and he says you know I'm just insulted after all this time. You dare to ch- test my authority. Da, 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 da. And Mick Jagger looks at him and says, Bobby, I'm not testing you. I'm testing the machine. Mm. And that's kind of the thing with Rolo. I'll trust. You remember you you said, dude, I'm not lying. You, I, I didn't get paid for my super chats. I didn't, am I? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you didn't because I'll trust you over what YouTube tells me because there's a higher statistical chance that there's a fuck up on YouTube or the PayPal or whatever it is. Then you lying. Yeah. So it's it's the same thing with Rolo. I will trust Rolo indefinitely. I mean, unless he goes crazy. Well, compared to the rest of them, I think I think I would too. They're I'll trust a lot of them too. Donovan, uh, Cooper. I don't I don't know the other guys that much. That's what I was saying. Basically, the ones that are no longer affiliated with that thing are the ones I trust the most. So no. it's like but anyway. Um okay. Had a bit of a break there. Cynic and Chief. Uh-oh. Do you know Cynic and Chief? Yes, I've hung out with Cynic and Chief twice. Cool. We're in uh, Minneapolis. Or Minneapolis. Another... He's come to visit me two more times than you have. Oh, okay. I got, a, well, I got the little score. I got. I keep score over here. I know who visited me the most. Sadly, I think you're even beat by Davis Arini. Ooh, that's <laughs> mm. that's a low blow, dude. That's a low blow. Mm. I matter of fact, matter of fact, you're. I think Atham has twice your score. Wait, it doesn't he, count if it he's was got Vegas. A whole ass, he's seven hours away in Reno. He's not, he's even further than Reno. He's in Truckee, uh, Truckee uh, uh, California. He's by Lake Tahoe. He's got to come eight hours down. Well, wait a second. That's about the same distance from Chicago to no, Minneapolis. No, it is. It's it? six hours from Chicago to Minneapolis. Oh, but you don't, you got to fly. So it's an yeah, hour, gotta and, fly. A half, hour well, and a half flight. You don't get United buddy passes for nothing these days. Hey, you got to know Marcus Brown. Oh, yeah. Yep, I do. Um, anyway, Cynic in Chief says, Claire, for $2, he says, Clary is a celebrity. People drive hours to visit, and they also fly, you know, times. Yeah, fly an well. hour and a half. Well, did it even last an hour flight? Was it like 58 minutes or something from Chicago to Minneapolis? On the way to Minneapolis, it was definitely longer than an hour, but I don't think so on the way back. Okay. Um, some some people fly 98 minutes to visit Clary. Others drive 16 hours in two days. Glorious Carl also beats you. Well, I was smart enough to go there the first week in November when it was already freaking snowing, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. good for me. Good for you. Um, How many times more have I visited your folks who aren't even mine, by the way, and are definitely more than two hours away than you visited me? Well, they actually do like to bring that up a lot. They're like, yeah, we've seen Aaron more than we've seen you in the last year. (laughs) I should start having you bribe me not to visit your folks. Like, Chad, I'm going to go visit your folks. Now, if you want to look like a bad son, okay. But if you don't, it'll be 50 bucks and I'll go over the hill on I-70 instead. They met the GF, right, one time? <laughs> yes, they did. They did. Cool. And they, uh, obviously, they liked her more than both of us. Well, that's that's always going to yeah. happen. Oh, she's darling and charming. And uh, Hey, hey, before you even met her, you thought I was darling and charming. You even made me food. 
you gave me 16 choices for coffee, Mrs. Elka. Now, now she walks in and I, I'm like second flute. What's going on? And then my mom goes right after that. She goes, yeah, Aaron says you have a crush on his GF. You do. <laughs> I don't know anybody who really doesn't actually. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all righty. Where are we at? High Alpha for $2 says, ooh, I don't know if I like this comment. Roosh is another incel scammer that gave up PUA. I don't think he's an Roosh incel. Roosh is not an incel. Roosh isn't even close to an incel. I, <laughs> I get. I sent out a tweet that get a little, uh, got a little attention uh, from uh, from the nerd crowd, and they're all calling me an incel. I'm like, no, no, I'm, uh, trust me, I'm not. And Roosh is not in. He is the opposite of incel. Uh, what? How? What? Read that again. He's an incel. That what? He says, um, Roosh is another incel scammer that gave up PUA. I don't think he's a scammer either. No, he's not a scammer no. either. No, no, he's, he's certainly perplexing. Uh, I'd love to, again, have him on the show one of these days when I get off my ass. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, he's, he, I, I believe, there's another one that I'll believe. I, I, may, I may question how he came to these decisions. Uh, I may be, I may disagree even with, with how he derived at his conclusions, but he's, he's legitimately honest. Again, I'll, I'll trust him on par as I would uh, Roosh or he's, I'm, uh, Rolo. He's really walking the walk with this, like taking those um, mm -hmm. books that he wrote. They're not even for sale anymore. The pickup ones. Yep. No, I so. got a couple of them. So hopefully they'll go up in value. Yes. Um, all righty. Nonstop Dre 360. He's been, uh, he's been on here before. He, he asks, advice on tolerating stupid people in college. <laughs> Attend online. Uh, why, yeah. Well, why are you, why, you go to college for education, period. And you can still get the college experience, not going to college, by going and engaging in uh, premarital, and a premarital, premarital drinking. What do they call it? Underage <laughs> drink, premarital drinking. Uh, underage, what? Yeah. <laughs> I always get, oh, the party's on a campus versus the party's at a house across the street from the campus. It's still the college experience. Yeah, go online. And if you're going to a community college or whatever, you don't have to participate in politics. You don't have to participate. You don't have to look at the flyers of, we're going to protest the strike for the unfairness of the disadvantage of the privilege. Just go to school. Get your, and if, if uh, you know, I guess it's going to be really shoved in your face. When it comes to the prereqs, like you're gonna have to take some kind of Marxist leftist study, but you know that's again go online, maybe get your prereqs at a, a community college at night. That's another thing. Go to school at night because it's adults and they really don't have time for that bullshit. Um, but yeah, if you go to the main party campus, the four year institution, and uh, wow, really, you're surprised that a bunch of 18 to 22 year olds who are drinking and partying and borrowing money and not smart enough really to graduate on time and on target. You, you're you're going to be upset hanging out with those group of people. Go online. Absolutely. I wouldn't go to college again. Not in a million years. I'm never going to go to college again, ever. Co I mean, college is not for smart people like physical, actual, you know, old school, traditional. It's not for smart people anymore. It's for conformists. If you're really smart, you're online, you're getting your credits, you, you, you do whatever, you clip out, and you get your degree. Right? But 80, 85% of the people that are going to college campus today are not going for their education. They're going for the experience. That's why they're a bunch of fuck-ups, and they're all asking to be bailed out of $1.5 trillion. I just not, didn't think— not terribly smart. 
Well, regarding entrepreneurship, yeah, you can joke about the Carlson School of Management and whatnot, but there is just no substitute for real experience, like opening your own business. You can't teach that. You can't give somebody a how-to on to do it. So I mean, I thought leadership could be taught. I took a seminar. <laughs> the Carlson School of Management. I got a certificate. I got a piece of paper. It certifies me. It says I took this leadership institute training, so I should just be able to lead. Now I've shown that to several board of directors. I went. I started with IBM, then I went to uh, uh, what's it, Diego, and I went to Cargill, and I went to uh, U.S. Bank and Wells Fargo. And for some reason, they didn't make me their CEO. I don't know what's going on. I am certified to be a leader, Chad. Oh, I took I think, a class. I think you ought to be. Um working for like booze and um mckinsey you know boston consulting oh group. yeah yeah i got a <laughs> i got a client that has a consulting email client i i won't i won't say any more details than that but he was wondering if he should go work for the the mckinsey or the the booze or the baines and um I pay a the, lot. yeah and i looked at the, his background i'm like okay yeah you're definitely qualified and at the end i said you know but you really ought to aim high and stop selling yourself short. Someday, if you play your cards right, you might even be able to work for asshole consulting. And he found that pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Another one who's been on here before. All Pro Lemonton for $2 asks, is early retirement actually possible? Any tips? That's a bit of a broad question, isn't it? Oh, it's a, no, it's not that broad. That's absolutely, it's, it's, it's possible. I mean, uh, Except for instances of early sickness or disease where, oh, my God, now I need dialysis or something like that. Um, but, yeah, if you maintain your health and you just don't have kids, and you don't, you don't need that much to make or to live. You really don't. I think we in uh, – was it Batch of Pad Economics or maybe uh, Poor Richard's Retirement? I adjusted the figures for inflation as per another request at Asshole Consulting, and it's up to $17,000. You, as a sole man, can live – comfortably, you're not going to be rich, but comfortably food, clothing, shelter with plenty of time to go and have hobbies and activities for 17 grand. It, you know, now you're not going to live in San Francisco and you're not going to live downtown, but on average, you can have a life on 17 grand a year. It's not that hard. So I'm not a MGTO or MGTOW, whatever you want to call it, but I will say, I think they have, what you just said is one of the things that they preach. And I think mm -hmm. it's, for what it's worth, one of the better things that they have to say is that, you know, who are you working for, yourself or, you know, everyone else? Oh my God, I have a buddy and I didn't know this. Um, we caught up on Facebook. He's on his third wife. Mm. Uh he had four with the first one, three with the second one, and he's in California. Do you know what his monthly child support payments are? Um, lots of times it's two thousand per child. So, I mean, is it is it over ten thousand or is it? Nope, eight to nine grand a year plus forty percent of any bonus he gets. Oh, I'm sorry, month, a month, eight to nine grand a month, a month. Yeah, a month. I see this. I see this a lot because it can be written off, but not anymore. Thanks to tax reform. Uh, I am so when he told me, you know, yeah, the you know, little nieces, they get at your heart a little bit. They're like, they're like, what are things that burrow? Burrow? Yeah. Beavers? I guess they're like little beavers. They burrow the way into your heart. You go, ah, look at this little kid. Maybe. Uh, and then I hear that. I'm like, fuck no. Glad I got the vasectomy class of 2000 and gophers. Gophers do Minnesota gophers. golden gophers. Gophers. Yeah. <laughs> who, who have won nothing, nothing. 
Um, yeah, uh, th there's just no reason. No, um, you can get by if you don't have kids. I think it was Molyneux that cited the numbers, but men could get by on a third of what they make on average because two thirds go to the wife and the kids. And yeah. if you simply don't get married, you don't have kids, guys could get by. And the other thing is, you know, I got a pretty good size one bedroom apartment here. I could get by on half this. I could just have a room. You know, I really could cut it down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Men, men can absolutely, women can do it too. I just wonder if they're going to be constantly tortured because they're not buying crap and shit the entire time. You know, they're like, oh my God, I only have 70 pairs of shoes. Oh my God. But yeah, for men, uh, sleep on the couch. Crash out of buddies, rent a room, have your your standard used car, learn how to fix it up, bike around, walk around, you know, live in a town, work remotely. You could get by dirt cheap, absolutely. Oh, you've seen how I live. I wouldn't change it any other way. I love it. Yeah, I mean, you got the perfect setup, and you, you could even say that your your office is a little bit of a luxury, but it gets you out and all that. But yeah, um, you know, you're you're the ideal candidate. You know, you, you have a good income, but your your expenditures are super low. But see, Chad. You're not six feet tall. So oh, I just yeah. Even though you you're fiscally austere, <laughs> you save your money and you have a That's positive a net worth in your it. yes, and then you you work out and you are a very personable CPA compared to the regular CPAs, and you dream of someday wearing a wife beater shirt to the CPA convention. <laughs> no, because you're not six feet tall. I I just can't. Yeah, no. Well, thanks for the kind words. After last night, I do honestly feel like I'm in the top 10% of CPAs with a personality. Mm. Hang <laughs> so. on, hang on. I got to check something. Um, Rose, stop texting me. You know what? I'm logging out of Facebook. It so makes a ding. It makes a ding in my head. Did you hear any dings or no? I didn't hear any. Okay. <clears throat> I heard it. It's like, did he? Did he? What are you doing? How you doing? What's going on? Fuck you. <laughs> all right I, I think i know who that is actually you do you know. no she's a wonderful woman wonderful woman it's amazing how all the people i love the most that fucking moron god damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> she's a sweetheart she's wonderful uh where are we at okay so cynic in chief again for two dollars he says life advice see what poison sumac is and avoid it isn't that a plant or it's a variant of uh, poison ivy yeah there's poison oh, yeah. oak poison sumac and poison ivy huh. did, did he run into some he doesn't seem to elaborate on that he just yeah. is giving us a tip for for all you city boys which we got a fair amount uh, especially on the east coast you know like i'm living in baltimore i'm thinking about going to Charlottesville. It's like, wow, hang on there, Daniel Boone. Don't go too far west. Yeah. Uh, but if you are in the city and, and you are about to go out west, please do identify. I'm thinking our buddy Paul. You met Paul, right? Uh, like met, met? Yeah, I think you actually met him. Ah, I'm he did a road a trip. He likes the sisters. White guy likes the sisters. I, I'm drawing a blank, man. I don't think he, I... He met your other buddy. Uh. Never mind. But, but that, that was in Chicago? Well, yeah, but he, he came from, oh, where is he from? I want to say New York. No, Philadelphia. He said from Philadelphia. I'm sorry. Um, and he made this big wide trip. And I could see a guy like that who's never made, he likes hiking. I could see a guy like that not knowing what poison ivy is and walking <laughs> through a whole shitload of it and then wondering what the hell happened. So, uh, yeah, everybody, if, if you're going to go out west or just, you know, out into the, the wilderness, 
uh, <clears throat> maybe even past Cleveland, uh, definitely identify the poison sumac, oak, and ivy before you go out there. And then um, also look and identify brown recluse spiders. Oh, those things are freaking horrible. They're all over the South, Texas. Yeah, Mm. yeah, you got to look out for those. And then rattlesnakes, although they'll let you know when you get too close. Um, Like people think black widow spiders are really bad, and they are, but that's the brown recluses that are... Their their venom essentially eats away your skin until you got a a divot in your leg. Um, Yeah. You got it. Yeah, so those are the nasty ones. You want to stay away from those. And by stay away, I mean don't like, you know, roll around in leaves or climb trees or go burrowing in rotten wood. Not that that's a favorite past. I'm like, boy, I can't wait to leave New York city to burrow in rotten wood in Nebraska. Uh, just, you know, stay away where spiders are from and you'll, you'll be all right. Yeah. I just Google image that mm, spiders. Yeah. They're not that big, but they're ugly. Um, all right. Where are we at? Um, I think this one's probably for you. Mm-hmm. High Alpha two dollars asks: Does small cap value have an investment premium? I don't know. Uh, define it like like a commission you got to pay. Every investment has a commission. I don't know if a premium. I'd have to look at the PE ratios. Well, we could maybe we can even look that up. Let's take a look at PE ratios of small caps. I'm looking for any further elaboration in the chat. Well, I'm see, this is what happened when people pay two dollars and they're given you know, eight characters to write a question in. Yeah. Uh, I don't see anything else. Time for small caps. That's 2018. Well, there's a market capital. Yeah. I'm not getting, why do small cap funds have, Oh, I see. I think this is what he's talking about. Um, small caps tend to be growth and cause they're, they're small, they're startups or, you know, newer companies. Yeah. And so their future income is good. The future profits are coming from the future. And uh, they got to grow. So they usually trade at a very high PE because all the investors today are forecasting those uh, exponential growths in profits into today's value. And so the question is, is it worth it? And like, I don't know. I do. Well, I can actually, I can actually answer this somewhat empirically. Uh, Robert Schiller, I think it was Robert Schiller, did a study where he took a look at PE ratios over time and had you invested in them like different stocks with different PE ratios, what would happen? What he found is that the higher PE ratios usually didn't pay off and the lower PEs did. In other words, value investing statistically has a higher chance of providing a higher rate of return than uh, chasing after earnings and growth that may not happen. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a little bit beyond me. That's all I can say. That's you, when I used to be an economist and an analyst, I used to look up that stuff until I realized no one gave a shit. I'm like, oh. Hey, by the way, here's some pictures of Mary Jo's boobs. Money, 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 money. <laughs> those aren't small cap anything. Um, oh, those are, those are, whoo. She large. sent more pictures. She sent some more pictures. So I think one a month I'll, I'll release it out into the Patreon. But yeah, she, I was, there's one you're going to be like, <laughs> and I got to kind of like, hang on, hang on. Okay. You know, PG. 14 maybe 15 but don't make it r don't make it r so i nc 17 no um, no all righty another this is another question kind of in that ballpark from high alpha again two dollars 
70 to 30 domestic over international fund provides best sharp ratio. And he, he put that in the form of a question. I don't know. I have um, to do the research. The sharp ratio is basically, what was it? Is your PE ratio adjusted for your beta? And I'm not talking your beta orbiters or men. The beta is the risk, <laughs> the risk of the uh, <clears throat> of a stock or an investment relative to the S. The S and P 500 is a one. If a it's volatility, and then if you have a mutual fund that's 25 percent more volatile, like if the S and P 500 goes up 10 points, the this stock would go up 12.5. It's 1.25 times as volatile. So the sharp ratio adjusts an expected rate of return for its beta. You simply divide the 20% rate of return by 1.5, and it gives you a standardized expected rate of return. I have no idea. I'd have to do the research. And I guarantee you the answer that, the correct answer that it is right now is different than five, four, three, two, one, different than it is now because uh, markets are constantly changing. There's no way to answer that question. I admit that I probably should have paid more attention in the MBA finance classes, but it's not like they were being taught in an interesting Chad, way. where did you but, go to school? Uh, it was not the Carlson School of Management. Did you go to Harvard? Like, did you go to Princeton? Did you go to Wharton? Did you go to Chicago? I did not go then to the top Then you might as well not have paid attention to your finance class because you're never going to use it. You'll use it for your own personal finance life. Yeah, but this stuff I never, frankly, needed to learn about. But it's no. I pr I should have learned about it. I'll say it, that it's interesting. It's 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 like biology. Finance was one of those things where it was if you had the right class, you had the right professor. It was very math intensive, and there was a lot of stuff to learn, and it was good. And they were right, like this, you know, the efficient market hypothesis. And okay, how do you how do you you know uh, calculate alpha? How do you squeeze out the actual actual rate of return? And <clears throat> when you realize it's it's very interesting, it's vast, very statistically mathematically intense. Uh, but unless you went to Harvard, Chicago, Kellogg, or Wharton, there's no damn reason for you to go into because no one's going to hire you. You could have the knowledge. You could, I mean, and I predicted the dot com, Asian currency, and the housing. Well, the housing bubble was pretty damn easy to predict. I predicted those bubbles using these skills, but no, no one wants to listen. It, it, Paul Krugman is instructive. If you want to make money in finance and economics, what do you do? Uh, I don't remember what Krugman said. What did he, what you tell he? people what they want to hear? Oh, oh, God. Right. And if you do anything with your finance and mathematical skills, you massage figures. You don't report on them. You massage them. Sort of like unemployment rates where they don't tell right. you the big story? Right. I mean, we could go and say unemployment rate and uh, this. Like, well, the, the labor force participation rate X. Well, if you account for this and that and that and this, why? See, let's all kill George Bush. Yeah, you know, I mean, that will make you money. Or another thing, I know that the loan to value is above 100% and that the person's credit score is 450. But if we adjust for X, Y, and Z and this and that, and we get a cosigner, well, then this loan is good. And that's uh. every community bank ever. So your finance degree is completely worthless because you're not going to use it unless you use it to lie with statistics. That's basically the only real real use of a degree is, a finance degree anyway. And that's why I took mostly accounting classes. Right, so. right. Um, all right. So nonstop Dre 360, again, for $4.99, asks, become a correctional officer or stay in college for computer science. Science, computer science. I think he asked this before, didn't he? 
I don't um, think so. I don't remember. I, That's a kind of a unique one. Well, no, he says I'm getting paid by the GI Bill from the military. I thought, I swear, I thought we went over this one time, but maybe no, it was somebody else. Uh, boy, if we did, I don't remember it, but I would definitely stick with the computer science. Nothing wrong with being a correctionals, a corrections officer. I mean, I don't know if you could do that part time. That sound, I know corrections officer, and it's a it's a fair wage. And it's more fun than sitting on your ass looking at a screen. It's dangerous, I'll tell you that, depending on if you go Supermax or whatever else. Um, nothing wrong with it at all. Uh, and I, I think it really depends on county or state. whether I mean, you're going to be union, most likely. Uh, I don't know if you can do part-time, depending on where you're at. But the computer science degree is the better long-term shot. Uh, one. We got John Steele in the house. Hey, oh. John. And he actually just said in the chat that that last time we were all here, we did go over this one because John said he answered it. Was I hitting the can or something? Uh, no, I think it was just since it was a four hour stream, you know, how do we oh. remember all of this? God, that was a long ass stream. Um, all righty. Are we so anywhere you, near catching up on these super chats? Yeah, we're getting there. We okay, got a few right. more of it. Um, I know you got, we want to do asshole consulting. No, I got uh, I got articles because I wanna I wanna introduce something to the you know we this is the older brother podcast and help out people as we might I do want to help out everybody especially going forward because um it, it's not that the shit has hit the fan but I am more convinced than ever after reading these two articles that what society tells you you want is absolutely not what you want. So. Oh, this is on your older brother channel. I just realized that yeah. in instead of the other one. Okay. Tuesday's older brother, Friday's the Clary podcast. Gotcha. All right, let me find the next one here. Oh, man. High Alpha again for $2. So there's been some colorful chats between a number of our viewers. Um, right. And so High Alpha asks, why is your stream filled with poor incels? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't look at the, 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 the chat room. Um, I know a lot of people kind of like, oh, we do this. We're gonna we're gonna ban that. And we're gonna do this. I like no, I don't, I don't really care. Um, I mean, it's uh, hang on. I just want to make sure I sent Terrence this. Um, yeah, I don't know. Go police yourselves. You don't have to pay attention. You get. I think you can block the people, right? You can block people if they're getting. Yeah, I did that. I did that one time, but it was more of a joke because the that same person has come back like three times with three different accounts. So yeah, but then he started paying us. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this one in particular has ever paid us. Oh, but I right. could be wrong about that. I'm sure he'll tell us in the chat. So, <laughs> um, alrighty, we should get through these um so we had a break there bacon for five dollars and 56 cents perhaps those that are the most self-independent are most likely to end up against the group they're in especially when there's no adversity to fight kind of makes you think right i think he's talking about the whole rollo and red right but wouldn't the adversity be basically male haters isn't there, isn't there enough, like, don't we have a common enemy? It really is like, Hey, the Klingons and the Federation are duking it out. And it's not even the Klingons and the Federation It'd be like the Vulcans and the Federation having a, having a minor spat about logic and in comes the Borg. And it's like, Hey, maybe we ought to set aside our differences and deal with this shit first. Um, I, I just can't see, especially at this embryonic stage of a movement or a political philosophy, we're gonna we're gonna get pissy with one another when there's a huge and real threat. 
Right. This is what I can't stand about this. I'm not I'm not an official person in this whole scene. I just come on the chats with you and stuff. But <laughs> the whole world is against this group of people. So why is it you can't find some kind of united front? It's just it's ridiculous. Yeah. And I don't even know what they would be fighting over. Egos or I guess. Yeah, well, I okay. <laughs> That's not worth fighting over. A girl's not worth fighting over. An ego's not worth fighting over. Who has more Twitter followers or subscribers is not worth fighting over. Who's the other? It's not worth fighting over. You it have is. hundreds of millions of men, arguably you could say billions as, as uh, uh, socialism and feminism uh, scourge throughout the planet. I mean, look at East India. I'm kind of curious how that's going to lay out uh, where, Men are quite, they're, they're hated. They're trying to not eradicate you in a, in a death-like sentence, but turn you into a bunch of compliant soy boys to turn you into not men. They yeah. definitely, the, the psychological association of America wants masculinity to be toxic. They've, they've come down the pipe with that. Academia is gone. Corporate America is, is definitely leaning towards the, the rah, rah, female sisterhood, affirmative action thing and not meritocracy or not who's the best candidate. Uh, you have your Me Too movement where in some cases, yes, there, there have been, but in other cases, it's like, so the guy asked you out on a date. So fucking what? Even going to the point that the uh, Supreme Court, uh, one of the nominees was under threat over what it could only be uh, 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 described as a complete bogus charge of an insane woman. And here you go. What, what, are, what are you fighting about? What? Oh, you'd almost be like, oh, you like the same gal I do? You know what? You can have her. Fine. There you go. All right. It's not worth it. You know, there's another down the road here. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I, I, so what's, what's there to be? What adversity could there possibly be that's more important than fighting the Borg right now? You got me. I guess some of these guys are making a real living out of doing this. And then they see threats from one another or something. I, I don't I, know. Make a, you could, there's plenty. What? You think You think I'm going to run out of clients? You think there's going to be a lack? Well, not what? you. No, not no, no, you. no, no, no. I mean, in general. <laughs> I, I, was tell, I was talking to Rich Cooper about this. And I was saying, like, man, there's more gold to mine than there is people to mine it. If, if you've, and it, but here's the key thing you had to go through some kind of experience. You had to become a Vince. You had to be a Terrence. You had to be a rich. You, you had to be a role. You had to go. You had to walk the walk. You had to be a Glendon Cameron. You had to be uh who's the boxer? Really smart. Does everything. Uh, uh, um, uh, Ed Lattimore. Oh yeah. You got to be an Adam Piggott. So you walk the walk, you became a man, you know what it is. And if you got that, you have the most valuable degree right now, and that is somebody who can lead a boy to become a man because the fuck if the real world's going to do it and the fuck if college and school and media is going to do it. And the payment, you know why they're so loyal is because the, what's the number one thing guys want? Women. And does anyone teach them how to do it? No. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, they double our employment and our lifelong security and employment by lying to these guys about how the real world works. So not only can we just, it's just a simple matter of like, well, here's the truth. We got to spend time and they got to pay us for that time by right. We write books, whatever, deprogramming them and then reprogramming them with reality. I mean, there is, the, the money's not going to end. The clientele is not going to, there's not going to be, it's not like two years from now, all the Gen Z boys are like, hey, 
everybody read Rolo's book, and now we're done. Oh, we all read Bachelor Pad Economics. Now we're done. We figured it out. There is so much. They have them. Those socialist, feminists, leftist, man-haters, whatever you want to call them, they got them at the age of four, sometimes even three if you go pre-K. And then they don't release them into the wild until 22, sometimes 25 if they go and get a master's degree. You think there's not enough to share? You think there's not enough? You're worried about, dude, have a specialty. I don't, you're not, you're not stealing anyone's turf. There's more, there's more boys that need us than we can all handle, even if we all did it all the time. Molyneux could consult and do videos all day. You could go back in time and do it. And you still, there still wouldn't be enough time. God, I just, you know. I've been following this for a few years, you know, going back to 2013, 14, and that just, it seems like everything's breaking apart. So yeah, really no, we're, we're making, no, it, this is just high profile. I, I did some numbers and I looked at the red pill penetration rate and we're doing about 1% a year. Now, a lot of that's because of technology and the internet and, you know, for whatever drawbacks smartphones have with the ladies, there's an advantage in that uh, philosophy concepts. This information is also spread out through smartphones and all that other stuff, but we're doing 1% a year. And you know what? That may not seem like a lot, but by the time we're dead, that's another 25%. You add that to about the already 15%. You're going to have 40% of the guys woke. Mm. That's not bad. It's in not other bad. words, it won't, it won't be a fringe. I mean, look how feminism started. I'm sure it was some kind of, all oh, those crazy women expecting the right to vote. And then they won <clears throat> and they got the right to vote and driving and all that other stuff. The real issue that the red pill and the manuscript are going to have to face maybe a hundred years from now is like, are you going to stop? Are you going to go on the war path to just become the supremacy movement that the feminism has become now today? Are you going to become a hate movement like they've become? Hmm. I would say time will tell, but who yeah, the we'll hell be knows? dead. We'll be yeah. Dead. Um, all righty. Atham for two bucks. Not good old Atham. What a great comment. Aaron's GF is awesome. She gives me coffee and whiskey. <laughs> I don't know if she gave him the whiskey. He just kind of took it. Oh, I remember that story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aaron, you mind if I have that? Go ahead. And I was like, it's an empty bottle. Like, what happened to it? Like, damn it. I got to go buy some more. Because the GF, her being an accountant, she counts. She knows, like, how much whiskey is left. Like, It's a good quality to have. Mm-hmm. Um, all righty. Who's next? Krillin, 876. Hey, Krillin. Krillin. Top 10% isn't a high bar, LOL. I have a BS in accounting. I think he was referring back to my comment about how I feel like I'm in the top 10% of CPAs when it comes to personalities. Because mm -hmm. let's face kissed, it. Have you kissed a girl? Uh, I, I think so. I'll go back. More than and one? Have you kissed diary. more than one girl? Yeah, yeah. Come to think of it, there's okay. there's been maybe like two. Okay, no. <laughs> you're definitely in the top ten percent, then. Yes. Um. Yeah, but he's right. It's not a very high bar because some accountants. I don't know why they have such weird personalities. I don't know, but Chad, whatever. you know, I'm sorry, you're not in the top ten percent. I'm sorry. You know why? Top two. Why is oh, that? Because you're not six feet tall. See all oh. those great qualities you have. All you're not six feet tall, Chad. So sorry. And for that I, reason, I'm out. That's I, I just remembered what one of the other sixes is. It's you have to be six months, at least six months out of your last relationship. That's the, what when How Rich many Cooper sixes are they going to? Wait, okay. There's five, I think. There's five. Six inch dick. Yes. Six figure income. Yes. Six pack abs. Yes. Six feet tall. Yes. Six months off from your last uh, thing. 
Yeah, there, okay, there so might be one more because it's you know the six sixes, but those are at least five of them. Maybe somebody knows the other one. What would possibly be the other six? Uh, six bedroom house. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Something about a car, maybe. Well, Rich would be the one to know that. Yeah, maybe six. Uh, I don't know. Sixty grand car minimum. <sighs> Could be that. Um. All righty. Let us keep going through these ray john uh-oh <laughs> oh we gotta get i got i got him we got him on asshole consulting so but what does he got what's his question this time so ray john for two dollars canadian you might have to forward this one to somebody else all right how much money for mary joe to take my v card v card virgin oh <laughs> It'd be more than two dollars uh, Canadian. It'd be more than two dollars Canadian. Yeah, um, I could ask her. I'm going to guess it's going to be the balance on her mortgage. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I can always ask. I'll ask. I want a commission. I want ten percent commission. <laughs> Aaron, how'd you get that new car? I got a ten percent commission on a deal. Let me tell you about it later. Uh, all theoretical, of course. I'll, <laughs> I'll ask her. I'll ask her. Uh, it's probably going to depend on how how you look. I guarantee I think, the price is going to go up if you're ugly. I don't think I see her in the chat. So no, I All think right. she's working those darn GDP producing women who support what? themselves. What the fuck is work? I don't know. I'll figure it out. Oh, you'll find out come uh, mid January. Uh, actually, mid August. But anyway. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Hi, Alpha. Again, $2. Factor funds, parentheses, size, quality, et cetera are good to buy. This is more of the investment type stuff. I, I don't know. I yet I don't know. I don't even know what that question is. Fact is, or fund? Factor funds, like the factor of the fund, you know, is it size, quality, etc., which are good to buy. I don't know. Here, here's here's a website that Alpha uh, guy can go to. Go to Morningstar.com, and they'll do all the analysis for free that you want on any mutual fund you want to take a look at. That's one of the few uh, websites that are worth worth their weight in gold out here, even though websites don't weigh anything. But had they weighed something, Morningstar.com would be worth its weight in gold. And you could do all sorts of analysis of mutual fund types, sectors. But I gave up on it because it always changes. Five years from now, those numbers are all going to be different because it's always a backwards-looking study. There is no science there. It's like girls. There, you can apply a fair amount of science. You can apply some general rules. But in the end, it's uh, adaptability. It's foresight. It's risk assessment. It's an art. That's what it is. Um. So I just saw something here. Um, so John Steele is in the chat, and he mm -hmm. was sort of um, – talking or he has insight on what we were talking about earlier about does he want in yeah is do you want to send him the link yeah or? let's get him on here um let me do this hang on sorry john i just saw that no. yeah i didn't know i love having john on I, I love have everybody on but then it becomes a kind of a shit show let me get to um and we still have some super chats too so all right yeah we won't It'll be a long one um while you're doing that i'll, I'll no. take a stab at the next one real fast okay. for two dollars darius thurman asks how do you cure poor self-image you just have to work on yourself you know the things that you don't like about yourself whether it's getting in shape public speaking how to be social you just kind of practice and work at it right 
Am I on to something there? I no, I'm I'm sorry, I'm not paying attention. Rich Cooper just tweeted out something from a Sarah Whelan Curtis. She says, Yes, I did a photo shoot with my thesis longest labor ever. She's wrapped her thesis up in a little child's blanket and she's holding it like a child, like she's pregnant. Oh, I see it. I'm I have retweeted now. this. <clears throat> see, this is the this is the psychopathy we're fighting against here. Holy shit, I got eighty one hundred followers. Wow, that that drama did boost my ratings yesterday, two days ago. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a terrible picture. That's too. horrible. You women love your careers more than you do children. That's not even your career. That's a worthless. I, I, she's no engineer. I'll guarantee you that. PhD life. Um, anyway, so there you guys go. Uh, let me get uh, John Steele in here. Okay. Well, anyway, I think a poor self-image. You just work on yourself maybe a cop-out answer but oh what was the question just how do you cure poor self-image like if you feel bad about yourself i'm 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 done here's people that have poor self-image you're lazy because you don't want to go out and work out don't even say oh it's always join the military get out and work yes it is i'm i'm so sick i i hate people who feel sorry for themselves because you know we just want pity do you want pity or do you want to live your life enjoying life? Go out, run, hit the gym, diet, get hobbies. And if you're an introvert, then don't you, there's nothing wrong with being an introvert. Okay. But at least go and get physically in shape. I'm an Suffer introvert. pain. Yeah. But you hit the gym occasionally. I try. Gentlemen. Ooh, John's here. Hey, John. Hey. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. How is everyone doing? Good. Great. How's life? Uh, very good. Very good. Actually, beautiful weather today in Seattle. Believe it or not. You got the sun? Um, yeah, I got the sun. It's warm. So wow. actually, I, got, I don't even know what the temperature is, but it's, it's, I mean, it's actually hot. I got the fan on. Nice. Um, I'd just like to take a quick stab at a couple things mentioned. Uh, mutual funds. Don't believe in them for a couple reasons. One, if you look at mutual funds that have done really well, let's say, uh, within the last year, the same mutual funds the next year, let's say they outperform the, the uh, S&P by, you know, 10%, you know, which is outrageously good you'll see the next year that they underperform it by 20 percent. this is a general rule that tends to be true also they have management fees uh, uh for long-term investing my particular strategy by the uh, by the uh, tracking funds of the indices of the s p itself there's no management fees it just tracks the market long term the market goes up the market goes down but in the long run the market always goes up that's the one truism of long-term investing um, if you don't believe me, you can track the uh, the Dow since 1929 to today on you know any investment website. I've heard more. I've heard people say that. I think that's a wise thing. Wise, that's good advice about, to give. Yeah. That's about. Hang on, can you guys hear me? There we are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. That's about one of the only things worth learning in a finance degree, which really they should they should teach you uh, some stuff about lending, but the number one lesson is. People never beat the index. And no, here's your degree. No, goodbye. Not consistently. Not consistently. Not consi yeah, no, I know. I know. That's that's why you have these robo-advisors. I recommend things like, uh, what is it, Betterment and the um, there's others. Uh, Robin Hood. And Robin Hood and all that. Yeah. Uh, they don't even try to beat the index. They're just a low-cost index mutual fund provider. And yeah, that's You don't even I have to go through a mutual fund. You can just buy the tracking stock. So Right. You uh, can buy uh, uh, the spiders. Right. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and you can mix it up too. Like let's say you have a hard on for tech stocks, like they have ones for that. There's there's tracking site that track the Russell two thousand, uh the Nasdaq as a whole, you know, the Dow, the S and P. So if you want to, you can mix it up if you're a younger guy. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, there's there's some basic theories on like how much of your money should be in the in the stock exchange versus how much of it should be in more secure investments like uh CDs, treasuries, et cetera, like that. Generally, it's, what is it, like in your 20s, you want it to be, let's say, 80, 20, and then- It, it, uh, it depends on your life expectancy, too. Yeah, I mean, you oh, could yeah, take the finance class, and it's like, well, you got to consider your folks' age when they died or if they're still alive. Well, so like, do you have a wife? Are you planning to get kids? When will you need this? Li- when will you need the liquidity? Um, for those uh, for those people, the, the, the uh, safe part of their investments, I recommend uh, CDs actually pay a slight or high interest over treasuries. I recommend you ladder the CDs, so let's say you have twenty thousand dollars. You put them in uh, two thousand. I'm just picking the number. That I had. You put them in two thousand dollars CDs every month or every other month. So you always know you're going to have two thousand dollars that's going to be maturing. Like let's say once. So you know you can always count on that money. If you don't need it, you reinvest it. If you do need it, you have it. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are just some very very basic advice that people could put into practice. Um, so I think as for the guy that asked the question about the correction officer, I believe we went into quite, quite a bit of detail about that question, Chad. I think you do remember me talking about that. Yeah, we, we did. It sounds like the same question from last week. I recommend it simply because, I mean, within the limited that was context. A cop. That was a cop, not a correctional officer. I remember that one now. Well, it's basically the same thing. Uh, it's, I mean, as far as the, as far as <clears throat> if you're looking at as far as, uh, uh, your future goes. It's the same thing. It is a union job, either uh, you know, uh, city, county, or state. Uh, I recommend it, uh, preferably to be on the state level or a very, very large municipality. So the idea of it going bankrupt is states can't go bankrupt. I mm-hmm. think uh, Aaron knows this. Uh, cities and uh, counties can and have. Uh, so a state, it's not. There's no legal way for a state to claim bankruptcy. So you're safe that way. And in many states have paying their pension off is literally part of their constitution. So they, they're, they're bound to do it before they even pay, before the uh, state representatives can even pay themselves, they have to pay you. So uh, if it's that kind of a gig, I recommend it uh, usually. And usually you, you'll get your pension in 25 years. So if you go in and let's say you graduated college or you got out of the military at 22, what would you retire at? What, 48? Or am I doing that math right? Or 47? Uh, 47. 47 that's uh younger than i am now yep so uh that i recommend i would personally i mean i don't know all the other things like you said there's temperament about your job but just from a purely financial perspective also these kind of jobs if you worked let's say if you're 47 you're still a young man if you keep yourself in decent shape um and you got you got health care you've got the great health care through the union uh you can get another job and people will hire you because you have law enforcement experience generally if you're a correction officer you're allowed to carry a firearm at least that's how it was in new york city where i'm from so there's all sorts of types of security work you can do to basically sit on your ass get paid good money collect a pension at the same time have a second gig you're all set and then with that extra free time you could go visit mr and mrs elkins because the son never <laughs> just done. That, of course actually yeah. you know you should do that anyway Everybody yeah, visit Mr. And Mrs. Elkins. They have a casita there if you ever want to stay. Oh God, I've had to see anyway. it so many times. But don't. But the only <laughs> downside of it is you don't want to go to Portland, which I understand that's the only way to visit Mr. And Mrs. Elkins. Uh, well, no, no, they're buying no. another condo out there. But yeah, they're going to be spending a lot of time in Portland, which blah. Tell so, your folks yeah. I uh, sadly will not be visiting them. There. 
They'll be so disappointed. I will hang out and house sit their place in Santa Fe, though. That'd be awesome. I'll, Hell, I'll, I'll join you if you yeah. do that. Oh, <laughs> so you wait till your parents are gone, then you'll go visit them. Oh, that, that'll go over real well. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> all right, is that all you needed, John? Well, I think there were some questions about the 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 stuff that's going on in the manosphere. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if – Chad, you might have some questions because I think you were following a little bit. I don't think Aaron was. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, well, basically what happened is uh, uh, Anthony Dream Johnson. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you know the guys. Oh, are hang on. Hold, hold it, hold it, hold yeah. it, hold it. Is this verifiable or is this speculation? Because, again, I don't want to get into drama. No one's ever done anything to me. Do we know this for a fact? What, that, that he calls is... himself Anthony Dream Johnson? No, I know that, but you're about to it's, – it's like the lineup – for you to about to say so there's this tribe right and you know there's a number i really like and it's more than five million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine i gotta just want to make sure you know that that we're not uh, i mean this this is no, 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 verifi- well, just verifiable as okay like, all right his posts are on the uh, you know what, what he said i mean okay uh, please update us then um well he banned uh rollo tomasi from the future 21 cons including the one there's one in Poland, Warsaw, Poland, that's coming yeah. up in a few weeks. There's another one in Orlando that I was supposed to go to. In October, uh, in, right? In October, correct. Yeah. I forget the exact date, but in October uh, in, in Orlando. Um, that uh, apparently, according to Rolo, who I have, he has messaged me, he's banned from both of those. He has been locked out. Now, this is, this is not speculation. It's true. Mm-hmm. He's been locked out of the uh, their their private group their server thing the the uh, th- that show that they did the red man group red man or, yeah um, all that so uh, and the the interesting tea so to speak is a video that's on in public record non speculation by uh, how do you say his name Hotep Jesus or how do I say Hotep Hotep Jesus Hotep. Yeah. yeah it's a Hotep Egyptian Jesus word was, or something Hotep Jesus was invited by Rolo to attend the 21 convention and he accepted. He didn't know anything about the 21 con. He didn't know what it was, but apparently Rolo was a fan of his work, thought he was really fun. He was a funny guy. He was the one that got the reparations coffee in the Starbucks. Oh, yeah. Uh, Is that the guy? That? Yeah, that's, that's it. Oh. Okay. So you see, okay. you learn stuff when you have me on. Yeah, right? yeah, so that, yeah. That's what made him, that's what made him, you know, famous worldwide. Oh, Jeff, Jesus. <laughs> he, he, he came on, he got, he got the reparations Starbucks and uh, he, he filmed it. Uh, so anyway, so he made a video where the Anthony Dream Johnson <laughs> Dream. <laughs> I, I, can you believe some faggot calls himself? Anyway, um, the, the, he still wanted uh, the Jesus to come come to the thing, and he's like, "No, I'm Rolo's the guy that brought me in. I don't even know who the fuck you jokers are. Uh, he's the only one that you know. So no, if he's not on it, I'm not going. Because and the guy and he, you know, he got all the thread messages and he posted a video on his um, uh, Twitter. Jesus did. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, uh, you know, I have all the, uh, you know, the internal DMs. And, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, he said this was over a woman. The falling out with Rolo was over a woman. This is Jesus telling us. This is not speculation. This is what Jesus said in his video, that it was over a woman. And he's asking whether or not he should spill the tea. And he says he's going to leave it up to Rolo. So I don't know if, you know, what Rolo will do or not. Now, I think the basic problem people have with the 21 convention is as a con. Basically, they're charging they're, they're charging fuckers like, what, $2,500 to go to a convention? For that shit. much? It's insane, yeah. For, for, for shit you can freely get on the internet. I mean, Ooh, dude, you can go here. 2500 The route you can hit. Well, I think if you go at the early bird special, it's only $2,000. Um, uh, so. <laughs> Not including, like, 
logistics. Not including, the hotel. Ho- not including the hotel. Yeah. Or transportation. Good Lord. So, um, anyway, so, I mean, right there, you know, that's a fucking scam, right? I mean, this is sh- – and plus, like, some of the speakers, like Jack Murphy, and this is not speculation. Jack Murphy is an admitted cuckold. I have the article from his site that he deleted, but I have all the right, article. All right, all right, all right. I, I, okay, I, I, don't, I don't want to be besmirching people I don't know, uh, and I know you probably have the articles and all that, but it is it is basically, so far, the whatever uh, data we have is that this is over a woman. Uh, the, the part about Rolo being kicked out is over a okay. woman. But I mean, the other the character of these other individuals that have kicked Rolo out because there was something going on about a woman are the same people that have a speaker that is an admitted cockold. They have AJ Cortez that did time for what did you grand theft or something? Well, I, I like AJ. I've had him on the show. I mean, well, uh, you could I'm, like him. That doesn't mean yeah. he's not a convicted felon. You know, yeah. you could like someone that could be a rapist. That doesn't change. Well, the fact I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm more than willing to forgive some criminals. You know, a rapist. No, but I mean, what, you know, I, was he 18 when he did it? I mean, everyone screws up and I'm not trying to like provide caveats or anything like that. So, well, I mean, basically the, the character of these people is they just seem, I mean, for, for people who have been around, well, let me put it this way, Aaron. You like the guy. Would you pay fucking two grand to hear that schmuck speak? No, I, I, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't pay two grand pretty much to hear anyone speak because as uh, uh, Chad pointed out, I can probably get on the people. internet for free. Um, let me, yeah, let me exactly. So let me rephrase. If you had someone call in and say they, they wanted to pay to do an asshole consulting you know, opinion on you, and they said, this is 21Con, this is a list of speakers, this is who they are, this is what they call themselves – Texas Dom, Anthony Dream Johnson, people <laughs> sell fucking tactical soap for fuck's sake. And they said they want $2,500 for me to go to a conference that doesn't include the hotel or the airfare or any expenses. What do you think, Aaron? You think that's me? a good investment what? in my masculinity? The, hey, it, it depends. If it's the Red Man group like they had lined up, yeah. 2500 for some disbanded. people would absolutely be worth Now, you could get it cheaper, I would argue. You could read Rolo's book. All right, I'll tell you what, Aaron. You give me $2,500. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, okay. And I'll, I'll give you more masculine advice than all these fucking clowns. <laughs> you think Red I'm lying? Gone. No, but it, here's, you're missing. I personally wouldn't go no. But for some people, it's worth it. You know, whatever the market will bear, that sort of thing. You know, if you could get away with 2500 go ahead and do it. And I'd even argue that for some of these people, yeah, definitely be worth it if they've never had it before. Well, of who course, exactly are these people? Well, I don't. I mean, it could be your virgin towels. It could be your 18-year-old kid whose parents have been lying to him. It could be the sons of single mothers. I mean, it's it's really Hard, you know, how do you put a price on learning masculinity or being introduced to it? And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, is, you can't get it in a weekend at a conference from these fucking quacks. Well, you could get it. You, I, I would say before they kicked off Rolo and whatnot, you definitely probably could at least it'll put you down the right, right path. Well, let's, let's take Rolo, who actually has been good to me. But let, let's right. let's start. Right, Rolo hasn't screwed a woman other than his wife in a fucking quarter century. I'm well, going to listen to this man about the modern fucking dating market. Well, Kind of, yeah. I, I mean, I don't it, think it, so. I mean, the he, guy is talking about what dating was like back when he was in a rock band in what the early nineties. Right. I think fucking things have changed. Like but the internet has come along, so have smartphones. Right, and that's why I got to rely on Chad on that and you. Shit? No, he's probably he hasn't been on a date in, in a quarter century. You're right, but I think some of I the think things have changed in a quarter century. Right, and there's other people that you can get stuff from. Let me give you an example. Roosh is coming to Seattle. 
but 45, Roosh knows more shit about dating women than all these fucking jokers put together. You can see him for 45 bucks. That's all he's charging. $45. Okay. And these quacks want $2,500? And you don't say that's a scam? Oh, no. I reps on the line here, Aaron. I, it's it's twenty five hundred. Look, if I could get away with charging twenty five hundred dollars because there's limited room and all that, that's like the golden ticket. So I don't fault them at all for charging as much as they possibly can. And um, the merchant sells the goy buys, right? What's that? The merchant sells the goy buys. Well, whatever, absolutely, whatever the market will bear. I have I have no problem them charging as much as they possibly can. Uh, also, well, my thing I being on your show because it's not a business <laughs> for me is to give uh, give people good advice, right? Oh, I'd say you could get it a lot cheaper, yeah. But if you said, like, that's, you know, if this is the first time someone's being introduced to red pill concepts and masculinity. Well, let's, it, let, let's put it this way. Let's put it in economic terms. ROI. Mm-hmm. Where do you get the better return on investment, would you say, in your opinion? Uh, $45 to see Ruth speak or $2,500 to see uh, these guys speak? Absolutely $45 on Ruth because your cost basis is way lower. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, here's the thing. I can't uh, guess or speculate about the quality of these guys or anything sure. like that. Yeah, they've never, that, they've never done anything to me. So uh, what? Just because they've never done anything to you. <laughs> but they have, that's kind of, that's kind of important. They didn't, they didn't do anything to me. never even met the woman. She doesn't I've even never, follow me on Twitter. I've never, I've never, they've never done anything to me. I can't get pissed off at them, nor can I besmirch them, nor can I besmirch their, their capitalistic intent to charge as much as they want. Now, down the road, when we find out more and da-da-da, I mean, okay, there's a mole, or oh, okay, this guy was a poser or whatever. I mean, else. You, okay. you besmirch people all the time that haven't directly done anything to you. What are you talking about? No, no, no. They've, they've <laughs> done something by voting to increase my slavery. That's They've done something. Yes, that those people have done. But these guys haven't. These guys, I have no beef with any of them. And I'm, well, I'm, I don't know. I don't know any of them directly, except that Anthony Dream Johnson blocked me on Twitter. Not that I give a shit. I mean, I was. You really don't like guy. Anthony Dream Johnson, do you? What? You really don't like Anthony Dream Johnson? I never Johnson. met him. I don't know anything about him. All I just. Right, I, right. I, I'm due to go to the one and only. It'll be canceled, I'm sure, because as more and more shit gets dropped, if I do go, it's going to be it's going to be all these fucking guys preaching to an empty auditorium with just me. <laughs> well, I can um, I can understand. I mean, is anyone going to show up? You, I understand you as one. You bought a you bought a ticket. Oh no, no, I didn't buy a ticket. You I got a ticket, one. right? Well, uh, well, Rolo was supposed to buy me one. Okay, but I mean, he made that promise when he was going to not have to pay for it. Right. Um, right. Now it's supposed to come out of his own pocket because apparently these people can't stand him now. Well, so see, I don't know but, if he's going to call up the money and buy me a ticket anymore. Look, here's 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 what's going to happen. The free market's going to punish whoever needs to be punished. They they can't keep it together. They might lose money. The whole thing might be canceled. I don't know why they got rid of it. Again, we're, this is this is why I don't get into the gossip or the drama. Uh, but in terms of like simple pricing and who these people are, I, I got nothing against it. My my main uh, <clears throat> concern or uh, Our ruling job or regret brothers is to give good advice to the young yes. bros. Yes, that is the purpose of this podcast. That's what yes. you told me when you started it. Right. Having anything to do with these people is not good advice, in my opinion. As in in a business them. sense, it may end up to be that way, but we, we don't know anything for well, sure. I'm going to wait. In a moral sense, like from the character, from these people, what I've seen about them. Right. Well, you've seen, not, I haven't. I good moral individuals, and there's nothing I don't think you can learn from them that you that, that's not coffee table fucking wisdom. Good. And I, I would tap into agree that you could find this for much cheaper. 
either by reading books or binging on videos or something. But who knows? Maybe these guys just wanted here. Here's another thing that we haven't factored this in is the celebrity factor. A lot of people may out of that $2,500 price, 1500 of it is like, oh, I get to meet Donovan. I get to meet, uh, not Roosh, uh, Rolo. I get to meet uh, whoever else. Uh, I, I don't know who their line is. Oh, of you can't meet were. Rolo. He ain't going. And he's well, the only right. one of and these it, I had heard of before this 21. And, and, and that, that's, why I, that's why I question the business acumen of whoever's leading this thing. It's like, why? What's going Are you on? you saying here? you're questioning Anthony Dream Johnson's business Dream. acumen? That's just how do you call yourself dream? Well, Anthony does. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna let you go, okay? Peace, brother. Take care, right. guys. See you later, John. See you, John. John Steele, everyone, who you can find at John Steele 99 on Twitter. John's pissed off. Yeah, it is a little bit weird that the main draws are all gone. Like, that's that's strange. I don't know much about it, but I do know the three uh, celebrities, as you say, and now they're not even going to be there. So. No, no, no. I'm sure the other guys bring their own. They got their own um, uh, fan base. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, Rolo was kind of like, you know, hey, we're going to go watch. Uh, who did Mark McGuire play for? Uh, the Cardinals. Was it the Cardinals? St. Louis. Uh, Louis? He was on Oakland and then St. Louis. Whatever. When he was getting his home runs and all that, be like, "Uh, let's have, but Mark McGuire's not playing. It's like, well, why, why would we show up? You know? Oh yeah. It's like, it's (laughs) like going to see the Chicago Bulls. Well, Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan ain't going to show up, but Dennis Rodman is out banging Madonna. Like, (laughs) they might win. I don't know. Good example. Um, All right. Super chats. Yeah, so did you have, I was just saying like how you cure poor self-image is to work on yourself and try to be the best you can be, whether it's fitness, being social, what do you think? But people are asking this question, they just give me the creeps or the hair, and I get angry because what do you think it is? It's getting off your fucking ass and it's just, all right, well then stop doing that. You know, go, go work out, go be social, go pick, take a ballroom dance class, go leave the fucking house, stop playing video games, stop eating shitty food. It's, it's not that hard. It's like women coming, Oh, how do I find a guy? I don't know. Be thin, be hot, be nice, long hair, long legs, dress pretty. What? You know, Oh, but how do I do that? Well, I don't know. Then I know if you're at that point, I, I can't get you to get off your ass. And go put on some heels and go hit the treadmill. Not at the same. Hit the treadmill, then go put on some heels. I got a little bit more of a zen thought as well. Just go out there and fail. You'll see it's not really that bad. And you'll learn from it. And you'll learn how to be better next time. Failure is success. Yeah. It's easier said than done, I know. Let let me ask you this, Chad. What percentage of the women said no to a date? Oh, jeez. It's got to be at least 80%, maybe more. 70, 75, 80. In my life, it was more empirically 79. Because, well, they'd say yes, but then, you know, 70% of those people wouldn't show up. Yeah. But yeah, you're, you're, there's no, there's no George Clooney. There's no James Bond who bats a thousand. The most, I think even Roosh in his best day only had a success rate of like a third, which is killing it. That's just killing it. Yeah. It's like baseball, you know? You're, if yeah. You're, if you're failing only seven out of 10 times, you're considered a very good hitter. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. But, but deep down inside it, they're a coward and they're lazy. They're both afraid of rejection. They're both afraid of the gym. Well, fuck you. I don't have time then. 
I don't have your solution. Just sit there and wallow in pity for the remaining 68 years of your life and then see where that gets you. Or do you want to join the team and get off your fucking ass and then go lift some weights and then start getting your ass shot down and then have a, a success rate of 30% or 0%? Choose. I don't care. I can, I can, and here's the other thing. I can totally understand if you're introverted, you really hate the gym, and you're just happy by yourself. In that case, cool. But don't fret over it. Don't like, well, how do I just, don't worry about being social. Just be happy being by yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Sometimes I'm a little bit too far in that direction, but anyway. Too social? Um, no, like I enjoy hanging out by myself so much that occasionally <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to go to the bar or whatever. Yeah. No, there's, um, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you this. I'm really trying to focus on enjoying staying at home. Yeah. Um, because what ended up happening in Louisiana, although I was trying to do this beforehand, but the great one in Piggott, those guys are old. They go to bed at like nine. And so yeah. I'm used to like, let's go. Let's try it. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to sit here and chill out. And it was kind of nice just sitting and chilling at the apartment or the hotel rather. And so I'm going to try and do the same thing here. Probably in an ironic sense, start trying to play more video games for my mental <laughs> health, if that makes any sense. Yeah, some. Yeah. All right. Um, what's next? All right. For $2. Cynic in chief says, <laughs> "What is Terrence Pop called in New England? You want a hint? When when is Terrence Pop called no, no. into New England? What huh? what is Terrence Pop called in New England? Like what? This is a joke. Like what, I, I what don't do you, know. What is Terrence Pop called in New England? He's called Terrence Soda. Oh God! I know. I know. Have boom, you ever boom. met? Have you ever met Cynic in chief? No, I haven't." He has wit as dry and as sharp as Victor Borga. He's, he is, he, he'll get me. He'll get me like he's got just a little bit quicker wit than I do. And I, and he'll zing you, man. He'll, he'll definitely, you'll be like, oh, and you can't, you can't retaliate, retaliate because it's so good. Like what he did was so good, but it was so bad. Yeah. He's, he's a smart cookie. No doubt about it. Cool. You've, you've met him in person then, right? Yeah, more times than I met you in person at my own place. He has come to visit me more than some other people. <laughs> Fair now. enough. Um, you haven't visited since I moved back into my apartment. No, I got a thing. Just moving and doing and uh, yeah. Um, all right. I know we got to get through these. Um, so okay, bacon for five dollars and fifty six cents. Says, my live show next Sunday will be on how to get the girls. And it really is about how you build yourself so your self-image is barely an afterthought. I think it would be, oh, I see what you see. Yes, you're not worried about it because you're living you and you, yeah. No, you gotta, the <clears throat> the best way, and I know we always joke about, how do I get the girls? The best way to get the girls is to stop trying to get the girls and just go live your fucking life. Do exactly what you want to fucking do. I'm not talking for work, you know, like everyone has to live, make money for a living, but you go live your life, you go do your thing. And then girls will just happen to be along the way. Yeah. And that's it. If you are leading your life with, how do I get the girls? That means you're a fucking loser. You have nothing else fucking going on. You have nothing to offer these fucking women. And therefore you are a fucking zero, a fucking nobody, a lazy piece of shit. So no girl's going to want to go out with you when you're looking for them to give you value in life. You must go out and find your own goddamn value, become your own man. And then women will be attracted to you because what the fuck is she like your fucking battery? She's supposed to like support you and give you point and purpose and meaning in life. And then you're like, I have a girl now. No, men go and make themselves. 
We build ourselves. We go and become the best version of we we can possibly be. And then a woman is attracted to that to those accomplishments and feats. But you do it. Yeah. Just a real quick mini rant on this. For me, I absolutely hate hanging out with people and they're friends, but I people who are just have a one track mind with this, they base every instance of us hanging out and every conversation is about how to get laid or who they got laid, you know, last week or something. It's just not very fun. You you ever had friends like that who every well, yeah when we were younger that's all we wanted was girls but as an older brother trying to help out the younger brothers uh, me and my my realtor buddy he's a little bit older than me we're like how much time did we waste trying to get girls you know and, and yeah. it wasn't until okay did I become a ballroom dancer did I become a motorcyclist did I own property a uh, landlord um, what else uh, a runner volleyball player. These are things, these are activities and notice they're not all work. Some of them are fun. I became somebody who had an interest and I liken it to be a blank computer drive. No girl wants to play a blank computer drive because there's no games to play on it. You got to put fun games on the computer drive. Yeah. And, and so, uh, yeah. So back in the day, yeah, there, there were guys like that. Now I think, um, everyone's kind of gone off into their own respective domains is kind of worse now they're just like no i don't want women at all um i just want to go fish and be left the fuck alone <laughs> well, see i've got a few that are still stuck in that and one or two you've actually met i uh, won't specify but it just is really irritating to have to yeah. and i'll yeah. i'll give i'll give you an i'll give you guys some advice whether you're young but especially if you're older and you're making more money go get a prostitute or go to seeking arrangement and the reason why is this it's cheaper it's faster and it's less taxing some of them are on seeking arrangement. Yeah, no, and, and there's there's a reason why because it's, when you're younger, I can understand because it's expensive. Everything's expensive when you're younger, so you got more time to, I guess, invest a way to try and woo a girl under normal circumstances. But as you're old, not only do you have less life expectancy, your time's more valuable in that sense. You're probably making more money, and I know some rather accomplished gentlemen who make good money, and for them to go. You know, think about the time investment it takes just to get one date. So you're, I, I don't know, I guess nowadays you're, instead of at a nightclub, you're on the internets for two hours swiping. <clears throat> then you might meet a gal. Then you got to spend another hour dicking around with exchanges of emails and that. Then that one fails. Now you're back to ground zero. So after three of those, now you're up to 10 hours. Now you got finally one that agrees to go on a date with you. Then you go on a date with that girl. Oh, well, she lied about her picture. Okay, now that's it. Now, and, and when you really add it up, you could easily spend easily $100 an hour in pursuit costs on the low end, Chase, just to get laid once. Well, fuck, prorate that at $60 an hour if you're a successful man or even $10 an hour as a young man and you're making you're losing a thousand to six thousand dollars. I remember uh me and the GF were at this place and um it was very obvious this guy had a prostitute because he was old, not terribly old, but older, and this guy was just a babe and fit the part. Then they walk in and they got in one of those, you know, those boxy Mercedes. Yeah, like a, they're like, we looked it up. It's a $250,000 Mercedes. I'm like, you know what? I bet you that guy is a surgeon. He makes $3,000 an hour. He does not have the fucking time to dick around with bullshit like Tinder or uh, uh, the Plenty of Fish, let alone go to a club or a bar. Fuck that shit. It's like ordering Uber Eats. You think he's got time to make his own food? It's like, here's some fucking money. Bring me a whore. right? And not even, not even in a bad sense. There's no bad part about being a whore. It's, it's, it's just math by that time. 
So you want to hem and haw? You want to rack your brain or you want to have women determine your life? Okay, fine. Go ahead and try and get them in the real world. But it, it seems to be the old wise money is like, dude, I ain't got fucking time for this. Here's a thousand dollars. Bring them over. Now you go away. And, and then you're up. In some cases, you're up five grand, not wasting your time chasing girls the old fashioned way by earning it. Well, I can, all I can say is like, you know, you can love your friends, you can like hanging out with them, but when it's all about talking about women and how to get them and conquest, I just think it's the lowest form of conversation. That's just well, me. It's also, we've, we figured it out. I don't mind helping out a younger guy or, or speculating more on the esoteric stuff of like, you know, dating and marriage and the psychology of women and, you know, long-term type of stuff. Like what are you, is it positive? But, dude, how do I get the girls? I, oh, there's two ways. Pay for it to become an amazing man. That's fair. And I'll tell you, one's easier than the other. <laughs> Here's the money. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go to college. I don't want to be where I just want to bang on my drums all day. I don't want to go to the gym. How about um, that? Like, Because the millennials, they can't, they can't find jobs and stuff like that. Like Uber Eats would be millennial, millennial pussy or whatever. I don't know. Just, they drive an Uber. I guess they do use Uber. Oh, yeah. The prostitutes. We'll sure deliver the prostitute to you with Uber Eats. <laughs> She'll bring food. Yeah. Um, and then I know this is facetious, but let's say you're a, you're a lady of the evening. Again, have no disrespect for your profession. You make more than pretty much most of the women majoring in the liberal arts. Hat tip to you gals. If you could, if you want to diversify yourself a little bit, you know, free Taco Bell with every use, you know, or like, hey, I'll bring you, I'll bring you a steak sandwich and a Diet Coke. Like, hey, yeah, yeah. There's there's Amy and Jessica, and they're both eights, and they both promise the same thing in the both price. But Jessica's going to bring me a sandwich. I think I'm going to go with Jessica. Mm. <laughs> All righty. Well, I learned that from the Carlson School of Management. Man, I just if I could do it all over again. <laughs> I know, I know. Then you'd be as successful as me. <laughs> Tank top and all. Tank top, yes, yes. Um, So Bacon, again, for $5.56, he asks, how did Steele enjoy, now this is the echoey thing, you know, Uh Doug girls back in New York City. Heard they're very talented at pulling a watermelon through a straw, if you catch my my drift. Maybe he's still on here. No, uh, well, he he talked about it beforehand on the last one because uh, he was in Chicago and New York. And um, well, you were in New York too, or DC, and you both spoke very highly about how the women were outgoing and they'd approach you and they had a New good York, time. Yeah, New, New York, yes, but DC, no, uh-uh. no, okay. like New York, yes, though. Yeah, right. oh, I gotta get um, a new chair. This thing's. I had to throw my old chair out, and this one's just kind of a regular office chair. It's not that comfy. Uh, business write-off if you get one. If I do, yes, I'm aware. Got it. We will depreciate it. Bonus. Um, so yeah, I. Uh, any other thoughts on that one? I don't. Know. I think he liked New York women back in the day. I liked Chicago women back in the '90s. Um, oh, I wonder if this if Bacon wonders, you know, specifically how he would get those girls. But anyway, he, it was day game. You didn't well day or night game. You, there was no internet. They're, they're a lot girl. friendlier, approachable. Like they seem nicer. They were Minnesota. They were not, uh, but definitely Chicago, uh, where the women are a little bit—I don't know—more real. Uh, they live in a gritty city. They're not all prissy Winnetonka, Minnetonka, Winnetka type of gals. Um, well, the thing is, when John and I were in New York, they didn't have Tinder and all that other stuff. Yeah. So I don't know what it's like now. But no, 
I'd, I'd be kind of curious too. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, that's why I rely on you. Hey, Chad, you go be the gladiator and get eaten by the lions and tell me how it is Dayton and report back to me. Tell me what it's like. Let's, I think I'm going to self. Can you be a self incel where you like decide I'm going to be an incel or. Yeah. It's called, know. it's called celibacy. Celibacy. <laughs> yeah. That's what there's been a word for it for. Hey, the word exists for a reason. I can imagine guys in the past are like, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. I'm going to go jerk off to this naked statue. <laughs> that was the, the ancient days of porn. It's, uh, well, then all I have to do is move into my parents' casita, and then I'll fit the stereotype. <laughs> then you could, yeah, there you go. All right, what's um, next? Okay, so next, for a dollar, Jonathan Flores doesn't have anything to say. He just gave us a dollar. He does this Thank a you. lot. That's Nothing nice. Wrong That's with that. nice. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, all righty, this is a really good one. For $10, his name is Chan... GNSD. All right, man. I like you, Aaron, but I'm siding with John. You have a poor sense of judgment. Most people you have recommended from Matt Tran, the Red Man Group, Turd Flinging Monkey, etc., have been crap. Did you recommend any of those? I, I recommend Matt Tran. Uh, Turd Flinging Monkey. Uh, someone had me do a, a video and then I found out he had a sex doll. I'm like, oh, okay. And He's on the MGTOW type thing. <laughs> yeah. I I, and I'm not recommending any of necessarily uh, the the Red Man Group other one because I don't know them. But what I'm trying to do is actually be fair. I don't know these people. These people have never done anything to me. Uh, I'm not going to take a position like, yeah, you know, fuck those guys because the guy put a middle name Dream and the, you know it's it's suspicious. You know, I'm kind of like, well, what's that? Um, but I, I, it's a, maybe this is just my analytics side coming in. I'm not swayed by politics or peer pressure. When I had to look at loans, I looked at numbers. And until I have the facts, I'm not going to get excited. All I'm going to do is ruin lament the loss of the Red Man Group because I really enjoyed that show. And I feel bad for my colleagues who I know personally and trust, which would be Donovan, Rolo, and uh, Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. And, and until anything, and I don't wish the other ones anything ill will or anything like that until I find out, oh, yeah, for proof. Guy X fucked over Guy Y, and there was this this dick comparing contest, and then then here's the ultimate guy who who uh, effed up, and then I'll then I'll have an opinion. But in the meantime, I I'm not gonna you know like with Beckloff and Arini, I didn't pick a side. I'm not gonna pick a side. I I wish they both stopped fighting. Um, Sargon and Coach Red Pill. I, I don't oh, have good any, God. I don't have any dis. I don't dislike either of them. I, respect might be another uh, issue, but. I don't dislike either of them, and I wish they'd set down their little uh, yellow wiffle ball bats and stop hitting each other over the head with them. But, you know, that's that's just me. Huh? Whatever happened to the whole, like, manly way of working things out privately, you know, instead of this public? I, I, I may, Maybe that's what maybe that's the telltale sign of someone who's too ego invested into this and they're here for ulterior motives. Uh, or reasons uh -huh. they shouldn't be. Maybe that's what it is because like, oh my God, it's my ego. And this is, and it's more important than help. Like I'll admit when I'm wrong, you know, like, oh yeah, I fucked up there. Oh, I did that wrong. Or I did this wrong. Um, and, and, you know, people can yell and insult me all they want all day long. I don't care. Cause I know what I stand for. I know what I said. And usually I know I'm right, you know, cause I've, I've researched it before. And if someone disagrees or, you know, politely, that's fine. We actually have a real debate. 
But if someone wants to curse and swear at me and stab me in the back, uh, okay, fine. Just won't deal with it anymore. It's- I was going to ask, like, you've never, from what I recall, you've never done a single video with the express purpose of going after somebody, right? No. Somebody you know. Yeah. Somebody I know. No, because it's, why, why would I? What good's going to, here, here's the thing. People are going to, the people who are fucking up will fuck up. They don't need me to highlight it or expose them, especially if it's premature and I don't know for a fact. And and on top of it, what good does it do me to now if there's like bullshit going on? Like I did an article recently about all these people who fake mental illness just so they can get attention, how they've permeated gaming society oh, and right, really kind of yeah. ruined it for for those of us, not to mention have have given um people with genuine mental illness a bad name and it's disparaging to those people as well. Um the you know, I caught a shit ton of flack for that. I don't give a shit. You know, I'll pick on because you guys have done something. You're liars. You are, you are, um, what would you call it? Um, uh, certainly disrespecting. I think there's a different name, disrespecting people who actually <clears throat> have a mental illness and that should be exposed. Um, so I, I'll go on the war path there, but that's to warn. That's a, that's a social critique. That's something to be pointed out, but I'm not going to highlight Frank Frankerson, uh, <clears throat> looked at Bob Bobbyson's girlfriend the other day and oh my God, it's like, no, no, I'm not jerking off my dick with a needle, needle pliers. I, I, I got more important shit to do than that. Well, let me ask you this, like just hypothetically, I don't think this has ever happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe it did happen once. Somebody we mentioned earlier. Did it, has anybody ever just like spent a half hour or whatever, just doing nothing but attacking you and insulting you? There was one we thought about earlier, but as you know not really no i mean if, if anything has been a five to ten minute video and what a scumbag i am a blah, 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 blah. oh and i'm sure there's other people on the left who you know oh he's a scumbag da, 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 da. Oh, okay fine you're on the left i expect that from you but no well, nobody on my team what i'm saying is would there ever be an instance where you would feel compelled to respond if it was like lies or just you know if it was if it was lies uh and even then it kind of depends on who it's coming from, but if it's lies and it's besmirching and it's, it's, uh, you know, like if someone accused me of saying being a pedophile, well, obviously I'd go in and say, well, yeah, I'm, I'm not a pedophile. If there was like, say criminal ramifications, like, you know, Oh, uh, uh Aaron stole embezzled money from it. But I feel Aaron and usually they're not even accusations. He's a dick. He's ignorant. He's a right wing Nazi. It's like, okay, fine, whatever. There's, it really, you know, and then there's, there is one time I did correct somebody. Someone called me an MRA. I said, no, I'm an economist, but that was in a newspaper. I said, no, I'm an economist. I'm not an MRA. Um, but yeah, no, I, life's too short, man. Way too fucking short. Way too short. Yeah. You're right. Drama's bullshit. It's bullshit. Um, See, we may be good to go Oh, There's one more. All right. I'll, I'll pro Lemonton for two bucks. Do you think Trump can win in 2020? P.S. Screw Yang. Andrew Yang. <laughs> he can win. I don't think he will. You don't um, think so? No, no. I think you got a lot of Gen Zers coming online. Trump hasn't ingratiated himself to anyone except uh, people on the right side of the party. Um, now, you're asking the wrong guy. You, you really ought to be asking Matt Forney or uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Adam Piggott, because they predicted... Oh a win from Trump. I'm not a good political analyst. I'm not. Um, I just, 
I think the Democrats with their they have a wide net of candidates that are running. And if they sit, if there was one guy, goddamn, I'd even vote for him. If they just pick a moderate who's like pro gun and isn't a rank fucking socialist, you know, and isn't all about the race, and we gotta we gotta raise awareness, we gotta have U, uh, UBI or uh, base, B, BGI. Um, if you get like, and he even worked for a living. I did a clarity test on him. I'm like, shit, he's better than most Republicans. Well, that's Yang. That's no, Andrew that's Yang. No, Yang, no, no, Yang is a spoiled little Kwantahaha. He's never worked a day in his life. They say he's ran businesses. He has not. He has done nothing but nonprofits. He gets donations. He doesn't work. He doesn't produce a product. He doesn't actually have to like make payroll or something. He came from rich folks. He's a fucking pussy. He's a okay. fucking nobody. Yeah, I don't no. follow this stuff. So yeah, I I, it, Yang and the Bento. Uh, oh, Beto, yeah. yeah two pussies <laughs> on a stick. All right, fuck him. All right, that's the, but there was this other guy, like a blue collar Democrat. Um, Never heard of such a thing. Yeah, no, it was. It, it kind of surprised me because I'm like, shit. I'd, oh, and there's another gal. Um, Tulsi Gabbard? No, she, well, maybe that was her name. She's in Hawaii. She served yeah, in her. Iraq. Yeah, yeah. and, and um, she, she might have, because she's not... We got to take 90% of the wealth from all the evil white people and it's divided by race and sex. And I, she was kind of based in the real world too. So if if they run one of those candidates, which is debatable whether they will, because as we saw with Hillary and Bernie, it's the, they might as well not even have a primary. It should just be, what is the Democrat party? You know, who in the establishment candidate do you want? And this person has the most power, so they'll run. Um, it's going to so, be you know, Biden, I guess. If, no. if that's the case, then it'll be Biden. And then then Trump might win. Uh, but with, um, if they actually went with somebody who's more anchored to the American people, i just wish I could remember that guy. Uh, cause I was like, I, I was even asking, I'm like, why are you a Democrat? Like these positions you have, <clears throat> which means maybe he won't get the, uh, the nomination. Cause maybe he's not liberal enough. Uh, this or the that Starbucks guy, the guy who, no, no, he no? hates, he hates capitalism in america and he hates himself he hates white people and he hates people with peni um I, he's I the guy know. that came up with the let's have a conversation about race no that's total soy that it doesn't matter the the hawaiian gal would be a good candidate if they had a brain on him and then this other guy would be a good candidate if they had a brain on him it's not pete buddha no that's he's gay he'd be better yeah. than than establishment though too i think he was also navy i think he was an intelligence analyst yeah, uh, he was in the military as well. Uh, whether he's gay or not, I don't care. That doesn't sway my vote. Um, he, he'd be like the third best candidate. But it, you know, is it just going to be the Democrat DNC decides with their super delegates? Yeah, it's Biden. Fuck you. You know, yeah. you got Bernie there again. Pretty popular. Oh, God, um, he'll, he'll die. Oh, God Almighty. Jeez, man, I don't know if we're going to get to stuff. We got two more super. Let's chats. go. Let's go. Um. Darius Thurman, he's he's the one that asked that question about poor self-image. For $5, he asks, why do some successful people commit suicide? Um, bored? get bored? Yeah. I'll grant you that. The number one reason I get depressed or sad today is I'm bored, lack of colleagues. If you're really successful, it's very lonely. I don't mean to sound arrogant or cocky, <clears throat> but it it's boring out there. Like it's great for like several years. Like you're going to go high hang gliding and rock climbing and this and that, and then you just start realize no one else could keep up with you. Um, so then it's like you're faced with this choice: do I go back to normie world, you know, which is just as painful? Yeah. Uh, so that's another reason. A lot of quote successful people are not successful. 
Um, there were several suicides in Minnesota recently. Remember uh, Lake Minnetonka, Chad? We took you out to Wyzeze. Yeah, I love driving around that whole big old Right, where all the rich people live. So there were two murder-suicides of families because Mr. Hotshot, one guy ran a company, got funding, and then it went in the ground, and he killed his wife, his family, and himself. And then there was another one, I think a hedge fund that was basically a money laundering operation. And um, they can't face the shame because uh, it's all status, especially out around that lake, that Lake Minnetonka area. It's all status. And if if you can't make it there, then you, there's no reason to live. So that's another reason. Um, you could lose uh, your wife or your spouse. But um, yeah, it's usually either boredom um you really aren't successful anymore. You've lost your fortune or your wife ran off on you or, or your wife divorced you or something like that. Um, drug addiction, substance, drug abuse, addiction. But that's uh, usually, that's usually because you're bored and you got nothing else right. to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause you'll, you'll go on your speedboat and uh, you know, you'll go, you'll go fly your plane and then, then you'll be like, God, there's nothing else to do. And it's like, well, if I pop this, I feel better. At least I'm not bored in my own mind. Yeah. Well, Glad we're having this happy chat. It is great, huh? I was going to say, this huh? really took a turn. Um, all right, so Charles Mack again for $5.18. He's saying, just a thought, I didn't expect the stream to take the directions and ended up taking. Steel going off on that convention was worth a laugh, though. That was kind of funny, actually. Steel is very <laughs> animated and energetic, and I love him like an older brother. But yeah, I <clears throat> I disagree with Steel. I may not. In the end, when it, when the empirical data and information comes out, I may agree with him 100%. But until that time, I, I'm not going to pick on the, the Dream Johnson just yet. Um, so Chan... GNSD. He's the one who gave us uh, $10 earlier, and he was saying he doesn't agree with your stance on that whole thing, that 21 my, dimension. I don't even have a stance. What My stance is let's wait and see. I think it's overpriced. Yes, I think you'd get better rate of return if you just bought some books by Roosh, myself, or Rolo. Go to Rolo's convention or just binge on YouTube videos. But I, there is no stance. My stance is I don't know enough information yet. We'll wait and see. Well, Right here, he he gives us $2 and followed by another dollar. Okay, all right. And it says, I don't know if this is quite on the same wavelength. He goes, Cappy is not the best when it comes to politics. Not anymore, no. It's depressing to follow too much politics. Yeah, I, what, what's sad is I was real good at politics and economics. So good, in fact, that, you know, I should have been, you know, paid highly. But you're not, it's, you're not paid highly to be accurate. You're paid highly to lie. Uh, and so why would I stay up with politics? I don't know what's going on with politics. I, why should no. I? I guess ever since 2016, maybe everybody who's public has to be into politics. I don't know. It just It's definitely gotten worse since no, then. No, no. The, the, the projects I want to work on are apolitical. They have nothing to do with politics. I just don't have the time. <laughs> I'll say this. One of the downsides of what I do is that taxation is so freaking political. So I get a lot of people giving their unsolicited political opinions, but whatever. I get a kick that you're the master of taxation and people will give you their opinion. Well, it's more like 
I get people from all sides of the spectrum coming into my office, you know, bitching about this, bitching about that. But guess what they all have in common? No, they don't want to pay. They don't no, want to pay. They don't want to pay anything. Some think other people should pay. Some right. think rich people should pay. Some people don't think there should be taxes at all. So whatever. I was actually Remember ranting. What? I was Remember? ranting about that last night to one of my CPA friends, but go on. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, remember how I complain about our team? Yeah. Yeah. We don't need taxation. We could just have this nirvana where everyone just voluntarily is like, no, <laughs> no. And, and so the guy we were just talking about, Chan, he's clarified. He just meant he disagrees with you on politics. But, you know, a lot of people disagree with everybody really? at this point. I'm kind of curious why he disagrees on politics. I'm kind of, I've, I'm fascinated with that. There was another client I had, which is like, I don't agree with you politically. I'm like, how do you listen to the show? How do you tolerate me then? Uh, well, we can see if he follows up. Yeah, no, I'm real curious. Cause like, I, I just don't have time for leftists from my, in my own world. I wouldn't bother with it because you're either naive, horrendously naive and uninformed, misinformed, or you're like an outright admitted parasite where it's like, no, I'm entitled to other people's money. Or maybe not me, but I'm entitled to take your money to give it to other people so I feel good about myself. I I, I don't, you know, I guess I don't loathe you or hate you, but I'm I'm just fascinated when people are like, yeah, I'm a leftist, but I like you. I'm like, really? So, all right, next. Just want one very final thing with this. I, I'm just never, ever, ever going to be able to reconcile it when I have people in my office saying, you know, we have to pay for this and that and social programs and everything. And then they want me to make it so they don't pay a single dime of taxes. Right. I just that's never going to feel right. To me. They're called Democrats. Uh, I wasn't going to say who, but. Yeah, well, yeah. it's not Republicans yeah. going in saying we need to pay for this and this and that. I'll tell you, there's only one party since we have a two party system. There's one that wants less spending. I'll let you guess. And then there's ones that want more spending, but nobody wants to pay for it. And so, just to be fair, some of the ones that want less spending don't exactly quit their own spending. But anyway, um, oh, they just keep on coming. That's horrible. Um, all this money. Darius Thurman for two bucks. He's the one we've been answering some questions. Right. He says, Mike Gravel is your blue collar lib libertarian dem. Does that ring a bell? Let me take a look. Mike Gravel. It's simple yeah. enough name to look it up. He could be. I think he's already like a mayor or governor. Mike Gravel. Yeah. Let me see if anybody else. No, not him. No, this guy's old. Um, this The other guy I was looking at uh, was a <clears throat> younger fella. Well, not younger, middle-aged, a little bit older than me. Um, this is not the guy. This guy's too old. So it's not them. All right. Um, and then I, I think this is the last one, unless another one pops up bacon for $2 and 23 cents. Let the boys get to the consulting of brown holes. Um, brown holes. I think he wants us to. Oh, the asshole. Do you want to get to the assholes? Of the brown Yeah. <laughs> also, Chan says, I'm not a leftist. I just think Cappy's libertarian mindset is grading. Okay. Grading. Everybody's free to do what they want with the lowest taxes possible. Oh my God. It's so annoying. It's like a yeah. mosquito at night. You can't just, <laughs> hey, like let everybody do what they want and don't worry about it if it's not your problem. No. It's like the emotional argument I kept getting into someone with last night. Someone should take care of all the children. Yeah, their parents. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm for gay marriage. I'm for pot. I'm you can do whatever you want. You uh, you know, as long as you pay for the consequences, you don't ask for my. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, go do whatever you want. 
Um, you want to take a break? We'll stretch our legs a little bit. Yeah, we can. And we're caught up too. We're so caught we up. All right. Good. Yeah. All right. So we'll get that. All right. We'll be back in a second. When she walks, she's like a samba who sways so smooth and oh so gentle. And when she passes, each one she passes goes ah <clears throat> ah ba 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 where the fuck are the email requests? Mary Jo, sing us pics of your breasts. Short and tan and mexican the girl from Texas goes walking and then she goes and does her Mary Jo thing. She's just a fling. She may not even be listening right now. <clears throat> Oh, when I watch her so gladly, how can I tell her I love her? Um. All right, you want to leave with this uh, one that got fired? The guy that got fired? Uh, yeah, just one quick thing with that. I wasn't actually, I couldn't tell if he got fired or it was the end of an internship. But anyway, we'll get to it. We'll find out. Okay. Hey, asshole, I've had you do a couple videos for me before. As you can tell, I've been fired from my job. I was in public accounting tax, and it was my first job out of school six months. A few weeks ago, my manager told me that I did well with the tax side, but struggled a bit with the bookkeeping side while doing business returns. What did they expect? I'm new. Furthermore, one of the interns from this last season is going to be brought in next Monday as a full-time hire. I suspect I was just seasonal work for tax season. Is that possible, Chad? I mean... Yeah, like that's what they do. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, sorry. I'm just keep going. Well, no, this is when you know people aren't going to write thoroughly. It's a fine least, balance, huh? I'm just glad it wasn't block text. That's all. <laughs> I haven't got one of those in a while. It's been almost two weeks. I haven't been able to piss you off with one of those. I noticed that. Uh, it's a fine balance between always going to them, asking how to do something, feeling like a pest versus figuring it out on your own, or if you thought you understood something but didn't. I only wish they gave me a little more time to improve. Nonetheless, I'm taking responsibility for my situation. I admit there are some lessons I need to learn. They told me that I would be given a chance to learn to grow into my role after a manager before me was fired, so they lied about that. All right, so I'm kind of already suspicious about this company. 
I'm taking my first section of the CPA exam in less than a week. I don't know how well I will do, considering I've been studying and working full time. I live with my aunt right now and could collect unemployment. I also live a minimal lifestyle and have 10000 saved up. Any advice you can give on what next steps should be would be greatly appreciated. As a final note, at what point would I know if this career path is not for me? I don't want to give up after a setback, but this could be a sign that I'm on a doomed path. I've had some setbacks and course corrections before, so I'm used to it by now. Anyway, thanks for listening to my tale. We'll keep up the good works, uh, good work, kind regards, and we'll keep them anonymous. Um, and what else did he provide? He had a couple other things, I guess. No, that was it. That was it, but um, I only emailed you the original. As an addendum, oh. I have the usual questions of how I should tailor my job search, whether or not I should include this on my resume, how to frame it during an interview, charging, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. All right, what do you think, Chad? Because I I mean, I got my opinions, but it's not couched within the world of CPA-ship. Well, what bothered me about this is that he he doesn't even know if he wants to do this. Like, there's a difference between not knowing if you're good at it and not thinking if you have a passion for it. I, I don't. Hopefully, he doesn't think that this type of work is supposed to be fun or enjoyable because it's not, and it's never going to be. Um, public accounting. This wasn't a big four because he would have specified, I think, if it was a big four right. public accounting. There are a lot of crappier, lower level ones. Because most of the talent, you know, leaves to go to the top ones. So it wouldn't surprise me if he kind of got a raw deal on some of this. Yeah. Uh, given that they promised you X under manager Y and then they fired manager Y and didn't deliver you X. Um, normally, I'm a little bit more along the side of a CPA firm say, yeah, you're probably off. But now I, I think since you put this much effort into it and you're about to take your first CPA exam, I think that CPA exam will kind of be the litmus test as to whether or not you know your shit. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I got to judge. Is it like, well, are you slacking? Are you constantly going up and hounding them? Or are you approaching them in a totally acceptable and expected manner? Like, I need help with this. You know, I'm an intern. I'm a rookie. Can you give me some kind of – and them saying, no, we're not going to train you. Uh, <clears throat> so I would take your CPA exam, the first one, and see if you pass that. If you do um, – then I don't know. It's kind of proven you know your stuff. I mean, this is just a bad apple. But since you have so much invested in it now, I would definitely uh, keep trying to apply and work within a CPA company. And with regards to asking for help frequently, these are just my experiences. It's okay if you do that. Like people want to help you. But if you're asking the same question or types of questions over and over and over again, that's how you're going to lose your job quickly because it means you're not learning what you should. I mean, he didn't say anything about that, but I just, I feel like they wouldn't have gotten rid of you if you were making some decent progress with the work, you know, I'm, I'm what more concerns me is, well, they got rid of this manager and they said they, they lied. That's basically what it is. They lied. Oh, they lied. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm more going to side with this kid that there's nothing wrong with them. And he just had a bad apple and companies lie. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Uh, what about applying What when he resumes and interviews and all that? How should he handle this one? Well, you have to put it on there. What are you going to do? Have like that big blank space, you know, that gap, um, whatever job you or career you might go into. You don't want it to have that gap there when you should be working. Hmm. Uh, you got to keep it on there. If this he, is in, sorry, if go he's, ahead. I was going to say, if he's still in school, he could leave it off, right? Yeah, I suppose. Would cover it up, yeah. I mean, you can just say it was an internship, so it wouldn't matter, you know, mm. 
if it was full time or not. I just think it's in general a pretty bad idea to leave off work experience unless it was some kind of egregious thing where, you know, you got fired for coming in drunk or something. <laughs> I'm sure there was a manager or somebody who would be happy to give him a reference. Even that, even where you get fired, there's always somebody who was kind of an ally who will say, yes, he worked here from this time period and he did okay. I've, you know, what's great about every company that either I got fired from or I quit at where I was never going to get a reference. Sorry. One second. I'm getting, oh. give me a sec. UPS. Be right UPS. back. Yes. He's got to go back down. <clears throat> All right, anyway. So I guess Chad wants you to go ahead and uh, leave it on your resume for now. Um, what I would do is I would split it. I'd have some resumes not have anything on it. And then other resumes have a full thing on it. You got to know which resume you sent. I've screwed that up before. Um, but yeah, just just put it, find a reference over at the office you used to work at. See if you pass your CPA exam the first time. If it is, then I could safely say that, you know, that's not an easy test. Well, it depends which one you're which one are you taking first. This presumes you're even in the chat room. But if you pass it, yeah, you, you probably have the the competency and the proficiency to be a, a CPA. And these guys were wrong. I mean, that happens. That ha in the vast majority, well, not vast majority, I'd say in the 70, well, vast majority of employees are liars. They're in fear. They're incompetent. Vast majority of businesses go under. And uh, I would just, you know, yeah, list it, go apply. Say when the resume, you know, the interview lady asks you, oh, why is this? You know, say, oh, no, I wasn't asked back or whatever. Um, I mean, the, I guess another thing is, did they say you were fired? Or do they just not renew? Because that internship is supposed to end. I'm sorry about that. UPS was down there, and my I had a client getting me something. He was making me sign for it. So blah oh. blah blah. Um, yeah, I I wonder if he meant that it was an internship, you know, for a a busy season, and that he ex maybe expected to get a full time offer from it, but didn't. Maybe that's what he means by fired. But um, it, it is a little confusing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so. Um, all right. So we answered that there. I'm gonna do that. So we got everything from that one. <laughs> we got everything. Okay. I got another guy. I had a question about majoring in finance and accounting, but he hasn't paid. Can I ask you something real fast? Yeah, of course. For $2 from Darius Thurman. <laughs> um, how did you learn ballroom dancing enough to teach it? That is funny, Chad. I went to the Carlson school of management ah! ballroom. Yeah, no, I, this, Okay. For everybody who's worried about socializing and learning things, I learned ballroom dancing by going to the local dance clubs where they'd have a free 15-minute lesson, and then I practiced. That's what I did. I didn't pay a dime for ballroom dance classes because I couldn't afford ballroom dance classes. And perhaps my most epic uh, learning of a dance was learning salsa, tango, cha-cha, waltz and foxtrot all in a month so i could teach it in a month and that was going out pretty much i would work and then i go ballroom dance at, at multiple different places and you know who i danced with chad uh i'm hoping it was attractive thin graceful no no because there was no time i had to learn i had to practice so i danced with the fattest ugliest oldest women there were i danced with anyone anyone because hmm. that it and that's how i learned to dance just by going. I mean, you you ask people, how do you do that move? I even remember taking an old VHS camera and filming the footwork and uh, reverse engineering a lot of the moves I know today. 
but now I guess you could do that with YouTube. I'm sure there's a fair amount of people out there that will show you moves and lead still, and follow. Do you still do this at all now? Teach ballroom dance? No, just, you know, go dancing. No, not really. I won't lie. The main reason you go ballroom dancing is to get chicks. And then once you get one steady, it's it's kind of like, well, it's a treat for you. We'll go out dancing occasionally. So um, me and the okay. GF will, will, will dance occasionally. But the other thing is not only did I dance a ton, but then I taught it at like 14 years. And it's, you know, I don't want to do it anymore. It's not that exciting. Mm. Um, it's kind of cool when you go to a wedding and there's the the who's it bride and groom those are the people at the wedding <laughs> at weddings what wedding those two people yeah and then Crazy they'll, they'll have their dance and then like okay and if it's like an actual ballroom song or a song that there's an actual dance you can do too and not just where did you come from where'd you go yeah that that that, that your hoe you know that not a bad thing uh and then we just steal the thunder we just yeah. like no one's paying oh uh, we've pissed off a lot of brides that way it's oh. been kind of fun <laughs> Well, then the GF will wear. Well, you've seen what she wears, right? Yeah, I have. You you approve, right? Oh yeah, I like the new picture or the pictures I get of new dresses every right. now and then. Beats block text. Right, right. And so you know, I'm I'm twirling those legs. You can land an air, airplane on because they're so long. Um, you know, I dip her, and ain't nobody paying attention to the bride. Then they're all looking like then the women are like, oh look, they know how to dance, and the guys are like. Damn that short little fuck. That's basically <laughs> what they're saying. That's uh, um, so that's that was, how I learned ballroom dance. Yeah, that was the only one we got uh, okay. recently. Let me. Okay, Rajan uh, has us. Uh, Rajan uh, has a question for uh, anyone in the listening audience. I got to put together a, uh, a individual video. He basically, all right, this is the guy who wants to join the United Kingdom military and can because he's a Canadian citizen. They're opening up to Commonwealth citizens across the globe. Following me so far? Yeah. All right. Apparently, though, he can't just go apply because why would you make that policy and make it easy for Commonwealthers to apply? I guess he needs a sponsor. Huh. So, and I said, what do you mean a sponsor? Like, you just, you just, like sponsor? Steve. He says, so I, he says, uh, hey, so this is Rajan. Uh, I spent a super chat during the live stream with Elkins. asked a question about the UK military versus the Canadian. The application process takes a couple months. Need a work visa issued and a sponsor to accommodate me in the United Kingdom. Uh, I have new family members, a few family members that can help out, but that's not definitive. I would be going as a Queen's Guardman or an infantry soldier. The UK Army has been cut. There's been shortages. That's why they're opening the floodgates of Commonwealth citizens. The UK Army is still a powerful military and rather serve Her Majesty and be in service to the great country. I like the history and culture of the UK, but the weather sucks. Decent fish and chips, though. <laughs> I'm glad it's like, yeah, decent fish and chips. Like, like That's one of the top five things he does to figure out if he wants to go there. Priorities. <laughs> I was wondering if there's an agent in the field looking to sponsor a fellow agent. I'd like a video request. So I'll do this one individually. But if there's anyone listening now, uh, and I said, well, explain this thing here about sponsorship he says anybody in the united kingdom can sponsor me doesn't have to be a uk military personnel but it helps i would like a video request and so then he paid so i will uh i guess email me at asshole consulting if you want to help out our uh, canadian agent in the field here um and then mary joe if you'd like to take this guy's virginity away uh -huh. know the price mary joe what's the price to take my virginity away i'm wondering what the pricing would be for us I gotta she, look at. She's now? not in the. She's not in the chat. I know, I know, but she'll be listening to this later. She'll be like, "Oh my god, let me do it, let me do it, let me do it. 
It's like I reaching wanna, out and teasing her, but it's delayed. I want to just look at something real fast because we we went over that UK versus some other country army Canada. Canadian army. Yeah, yeah. Somebody actually left a comment, you know, in the comments, like mm -hmm. they weren't in the chat. And I just want to look at that real fast because it was a pretty good comment. So I'm trying to find. He said it. he said that he would take Canada over the UK because the weather and culture and food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I already, I already emailed uh, Ray John about that, saying, "Okay, now this guy said something different. Okay, it doesn't have any bearing on the military, but it was the culture and in the environment, so that has to be factored in." But I guess Ray John likes fish and chips. What more, more can you? Okay, cool. You know, I guess he doesn't mind rainy weather either. You know, O'Shaughnessy serves really good fish and chips, and it's an Irish. I'm not into bar. the fish and chips. Not really into the. Mm, just saying. Um, all right, so we took care of that. Uh, that's uh, what's a pity, pity, boo. You sent me another one. Yeah, um, hang on. This guy sent. Uh, was it replicating a good thing? Read. Go ahead and read it. What's the other one? So this, the subject is girl problems. Oh, let me um, to girl problems. There we are. All right, I got it. You want me to read it, or do you? Yeah, why don't you read one? says, hi, Aaron. I'm in trouble with one girl I met online over a year ago. She's from my hometown in Russia. I talked to her for three months before I finally went overseas to meet her during summer 2018. That's kind of a big deal. You go overseas to meet someone. Um, although I might do the same someday. Uh, it You're all not going over NEC. <laughs> well, no comment. Um... It all felt wrong from day one. Deep inside, I understood that she was just from a different world. She liked going out until late at night, drinking alcohol with her friends, and had no talents or good hobbies except soccer. She would often be argumentative and not listen to my opinion or do what I say, and it drove me insane. But I couldn't tell her to fuck off or behave better because I wanted to have sex with her really badly. She had a big ass, and she was totally into me sexually. I knew the summer looked very promising. I, that's a bit of a contradictory paragraph there, but anything. She was into him sexually, but wouldn't have sex with him. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, so, however, when I finally met her in person, things started going wrong in just a few days. Throughout all the three months we were... Throughout all three months, we were breaking up, then getting together again, fighting, and then making peace. I tried meeting other girls, too, when we were apart, but it didn't work. My head was preoccupied with that one girl, and he says in parentheses, and still is. I'm comparing all girls to her now. When I came back to the U.S., we continued talking to each other, but it was worse this time. Finally, after another verbal fight over the phone... She blocked me everywhere because I forced her. I thought that way I would forget her quicker. But no, the problem is I still haven't. I keep thinking about this girl every day and it drives me insane. I tried talking to her today, but she was just so cold and didn't give a fuck about anything I wanted to say. I've lived in the U.S. for over six years and still haven't had a relationship or even sex with an American girl. And it feels as if I won't ever get one. I'm not ugly or poor by any means. I'm attractive. I speak English just as fluently as Russian. I wear expensive shit, although I don't work out much and have a belly. And oh, oh, yeah. oh, 
Did he send you a eight picture? Pages, eight pages. I didn't have that. I didn't need a picture. Oh, okay. Uh, this um, is this is a painful one for me. But you keep going. Oh, I'm almost done. He just he says I'm 23 and I've only had two girlfriends in my whole life, including the one I'm talking about here. Does that even really count? But anyway. I can't stop giving a fuck about her. And his question is, how do I forget her and move on and get a, a local girl already? I need your help, Aaron. All that right. Was painful, dude. Painful. That was painful. Uh, so I asked him some other questions. One, are you a virgin? No, he lost his virginity at 19, dating his first girlfriend for two years before moving to the US. US. Two, how many girls have you asked on dates in the past Two weeks, none, <clears throat> three. And so if I understand this, you have only visited her once when you flew to Russia. The rest of this has been over the internet. Yes, once, but spent all three months of the summer with her. Mr. Elkins, let's test your assholiness here. What do you all recommend right. to this man? Boy, sorry, boy. Just get the fuck over it. I think he's got this one, as Bacon points out, he's got the one-itis and, you know, I'm not up to speed on all the, PUA terms and all this stuff. But if you're obsessed with one girl, you're going to have to go find a bunch of others because that's the only chance you have at actually getting the one you're obsessed with. Right. Well, I'm going to explain. Yeah, no, you're right. He has one itis, but let me explain to this boy how he can, something that's a truism, something that's a fact so that he can finally dislodge himself. What is she getting out of him? Attention. What do women want more than anything else in the world? Attention without having to reciprocate anything else. Okay. And did she have to reciprocate anything with him? No, because he's already giving her all the attention that sh that's satisfying her ego. What? Are there women out there that like dramatic attention? I'd say that's the majority of them, isn't it? <laughs> and is he giving her that with all the drama and antics and breaking up and getting back together and breaking up and getting back together? Yeah, she's getting her emotional, you know roller coaster that girls like without so this would be the equivalent of a girl that would just come over and have sex with you and leave and not expect anything in return i think you nailed it right <clears throat> see we don't have to give anything in exchange for that this girl does not exist by the way women do not just randomly show up give you blowjobs or have sex and then leave they always expect something else well let's you well well, I was just going to say, like, I, I have some sympathy and, you know, he'll learn that. But how can he? I'll bet you have a good answer for this. How the hell can he just get it? Forget about her. How does I'm, he... I'm getting there. What, what I'm okay. showing him is one, how evil she is and what a fucking pussy he is. How he, he should be ashamed of himself. He should just be ashamed of himself because he is giving her everything she wants and she is not giving him anything in return. This guy has no self-respect. He keeps thinking that if he does this and he does that and he does that and he and how fucking sad and pathetic are you? I'm flying to Russia to get a girl when you're too much of a coward and a weakling to go ask a fucking girl out. We haven't even gotten to the fact that he hasn't he doesn't go to the gym. He's got a gut at 23. Yeah, that's the, not good if you're the, fat. At the only reason women are going to have an interest in you is if you can be there. You're not even a sex toy. You're not a sex toy. You're an attention masturbation toy. We're not even talking like sexual master. We're talking like they're going to use you as a beta orbiter to get their attention until they find a real man that they want to fuck. And this woman has been using you and there's no chance in hell. And there never was a chance in hell of you fucking her. None. Because she marked you as a dupe overall across the internet. You came over. She didn't want to sleep with you, but she wanted the attention. 
So she went through all the dramatics and antics and all the bullshit. You played like the fucking fool, the fucking tool you are. And then you actually think you want to sleep with this girl. Now, admittedly, I'll tell you this. There's something uncontrollable that men have. All right. Basic men, uh, uh, Chad, what, what do men essentially do? What do we do in our lives? We wake up, we're born, we become men. And what do men do? What do we want to do? We want to have sex with the girls. We want to have sex with the girls, but outside of girls, and this presents, uh, I'll give you a hint here. You can't just go to the girl store and get girls. Oh, right. So you want to build yourself up with um, goals and accomplishments. Right, 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 right. And that solves a? A need, you know, an urge. Oh, good. A need or a problem. All a man's life, all a man's life, is solving problems. The predominant one is, I want to get laid. Girls don't want to sleep with me yet. How do I do that? That's the predominant one. But the car is broken. I need to fix it. <clears throat> How do I fix that problem? I need a job. I need to get an education to get a job. What do I do to fix that? It's all problems. I need to make money. I got to do a podcast. How do I do a podcast to get that? I'm a fat and- loser. I need to lose the weight. <laughs> need to lose. How do I do that? And so with men, there's always a solution. We're always trying to find the solution. And some women are so mental that they have no solution. They like the drama. They keep you on the spinning wheel, but you will try to always solve that solution when there is no solution. Right. Some women are like that and they'll, they'll act. They, whether they actually have bipolar disorder or are faking it, the world will never know how many licks does it take to get to the role of a Tootsie pop. Uh, these type of women enjoy feeding off of your energy where you try and figure them out. And I'm sorry, what's wrong? What's wrong? I don't get it. What did I do wrong? You don't know. I'm not telling. And all I can imagine all the arguments in Russia, the Russian, the Russian language that happened. They're the exact same ones that play out here in the United States. There is no solution. She's never going to sleep with you. She never wanted to sleep with you. She used you, took advantage of you, and you are a fucking fool to keep going back. And when you realize there is no solution to this problem, like I know you you ever have like a problem with your computer. You just got to fucking figure it out. Oh, yeah. There was a girl that acted weird. Like, what the fuck? What did I do? You had to figure it out. I mean, I have. When I was his age, that was Mm -hmm. an honest problem. Right. I have some sympathy. Right. There's there's a difference between a computer and a woman. A computer you could figure out. A computer you can't. I'm sorry. A computer you could figure out. A woman you can't. All right. (laughs) And you're not going to figure there is no solution to this. The solution is to stop calling her, stop texting her. Oh, I can't get over her. That's because you have nothing else in your life. Nothing else. You are such, I'm not against people going overseas to potentially find love, but you are 23 and you had nothing else going on in your life. You didn't ask out any other girls in two weeks that the best use of your time and money was to fly to Russia and piss away an entire summer chasing after one girl. Yeah, I, I you got to go ahead. I just, I mean, we're giving him some tough love right now, but. Even you might have fallen for something like this when I you did. were a lot that's younger, right? That's why I'm so right? hard on him. Yeah. 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 Like and we all why, did. That's why I said, yeah, some, you think there's a, there was one gal. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck was wrong. What the fuck? You know what? There was nothing wrong with me. Everything was wrong with her. When I figured that out, I never really liked See, that's the thing is I never was like, it was more like, God, I got to, you know, I got to, because I switched from going to a player to actually having a girlfriend. So I'm thinking like, oh, this is new. I gotta, and you know what? She was just a grade A Kuanta. 
She was a psychopath. She cut my tires, just like Rich Cooper's girls all to us. Oh, man. <laughs> you hear Rich Cooper's sayings? Uh, I do, yeah. The stages, you know, one, wow, this girl's really into me. Two, wow, the sex is great. Three, who slashed my tires? <laughs> and as as he likes to say, she has more red flags than a Chinese parade. Or Chinese military, <laughs> military parade. parade. Chinese yeah. military parade, yeah. <clears throat> so I've been there, but what I can't get is, I still lay over guy away to get it. And he's not willing to put in the effort to get rid of his fucking gut at 23. You shouldn't have a gut at 23. You just shouldn't. So what I'm going to say is you're all, you're taking a diet from women now. You're not you're not chasing after duck girls anymore. You're going to get rid of your fucking gut. You're going to go to the goddamn gym. You're going to lift some fucking weights. You're going to stop eating your Twinkies and Ho-Hos, and you're going to have some fucking point and purpose in your life, be it your career, your education, your hobbies, or whatever else, so that you aren't looking at the girls no more. I'm I'm getting sick and tired of these guys <clears throat> who are losers and have nothing in their lives except the pursuit of women because you can't, you can't win. There's no getting women. Women are not going to go with you. If you have nothing else, if you look at them as, as the source and purpose of your meaning and existence, you are a parasite and no woman wants to be the host to a parasite. And they can, they can smell it a mile away. That can identify you. They can totally tell if you have nothing else going on in your life. And all you're doing is looking to plug a girl into your life. And I have meaning and purpose. Because why the fuck would they want to hang out with you? Why would they want your dick inside of them when you have nothing? Your sperm's got nothing. You've proved nothing. You proved that you can eat and not work out. Congratulations. That's great. Wonderful. I'm sure every woman wants to procreate with you. So until you have some point, purpose, and agency, and reason in life, aside from, I want to get a girl. I mean, what are you going to do when you introduce yourself? This is my girlfriend and say nothing about yourself. People in jail, what do you do? Let me tell you about Aaron fucking Clary. Let me tell you the amazing shit that I have done. I supported myself my entire life. I started this dumbass company that actually took off. I'm an author. I have all these crazy hobbies. Yeah, da, 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 ballroom dance instructor. Da, 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 I could go down the resume. <clears throat> and maybe people don't like ballroom dancing, but it's a it's an interesting footnote. It's like, oh, that's something do I never oh tell us more about that. You know, you want to be the world's most interesting man. When you walk in, people want to hear. You know who, perfect example. You know who he wants to become? I was going to say Rich Cooper. Well, Rich Cooper is another perfect example. There's many instances, many examples of people out there that he could become. Who's, who's the real world incarnation of the world's most interesting man? He's even old. Uh, man, so many choices. Uh, a hint? Adam Piggott. Oh, <laughs> world traveler, old, gray hair. I'm kidding. He's he's he's. I'm just busting his balls. But he's older than me. He's traveled the world. He's ran a nightclub. He has excellent tastes in food and wine and spirits and all that other stuff. He's a has a he's a tobacconist. He knows about pipe tobacco and cigars. Uh, ran a nightclub. What else he did? The <clears throat> the uh, whitewater rafting guide. Rode motorcycles across Australia. Well, I, gee, I wonder who she, I bet you she'd suck his dick. I bet you if Adam Piggott went back to Russia, she'd suck his dick. But not you, my fine 23-year-old gut-wearing friend, because you got nothing. So let's, let's do us all a favor here, guys. If your goal to be happy in life is to find a woman because you got nothing else going on in life, let's knock that the fuck off. And we're all a bunch of lazy fucking losers who don't want to put in the effort to become an interesting man. All right, let's just stop right there. 
stop chasing the girls and go become an interesting man first, who's by the way, in physical shape. And then we approach the women because it's an insult to women or do I offend women, but it's an insult to women when you got nothing going on and you ask them out because they look at you as like, well, like we're talking last week. Remember, um, when you and John would have the, the fat, you know, the fours and the fives and the threes approach you. Oh yeah. A yep. chance with you. It's the same thing here. You come in a 23 year old with a gut with no fucking life going on, not a fucking thing on your resume. And you approach these women and you say, Hey, you want to go out? They're like, God, is this really it? Is this my market value? And the only women that are going to take you, well, they're not even going to take you. They're not going to fuck, but they'll use you. They'll be like, oh, here's a beta orbiter. I can suck attention out of him. He's my ATM machine for, for attention. He's my attention. Uh, wait, wait, ATM, automatic teller machine. <laughs> so it would be an ATM, automatic attention teller machine. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry I'm so hard, but this isn't touchy-feely consulting. This is asshole consulting, and I'm getting sick and tired of you because it's a hypocrisy. It is a fucking hypocrisy. It's a variant of how do I get the girls? And you all don't want to work out. You all don't want to go and do shit. You don't want to do the hard shit. You think women are just going to like you for you. And trust you, me, me and Chad were there. Every guy was there because what did our mothers and, and our teachers and everybody tell us about women and what we had to do to get the women? Just be nice and attentive and open doors for them and just, you know, yeah, all the nice guy stuff. Right. The worst advice ever, be yourself. Be yourself. Oh, yeah. well, I could play video games all day and play baseball with the guys. And 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 uh, uh, what did I do when I was 13 or 14? I, I could bike my Schwinn. Girls like cyclists, right? Because they're skinny and tweaky. You should have seen me when I was like 13. <laughs> Dude, like 90 pounds, just a just a twig. And the girls really like that physique, right? Well, did you have a gut when you were 23? Oh, fuck, I've never had. The closest <laughs> I ever had to having a gut was when uh, the GF started cooking for me. And it was it was a spare bicycle tire, but I've never had a gut. Never had mm. a gut. No, no. I won't do that uh, to any girl that I'm dating. That's just, that's unacceptable. Unacceptable. That's, that's fair. It means you're not a hypocrite. No. All right, so we answered that one there. Well, oh, hold on. So, hmm. like, is that how he's going to forget about it, is by just forgetting her and spending all his time working on himself? Yes. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> I mean, well, there's another way you could do it. You could drink or do drugs, and it forces, it forces your brain to clonk out. I mean, that's why I used it a lot, so I didn't have to deal with normal people. Uh, it's just like traffic sucked. I got to deal with this shit. Bullshit. Wow. Hey, everything's much more relaxed now. Um, he could do that, but that's not healthy in the long term. Plus, it won't result in achievement down the road. But that's what you do. Stop chasing women. Stop obsessing about them. Especially the things fair. you can't afford. I mean, it's like it's like he's walking into a Ferrari dealership and like, oh, I really want to drive the Ferrari. I want to own a Ferrari. What do I think? Well, how do you get a Ferrari? Sitting there at the dealership hoping to get one? Hoping the deal just gives you one charitably, get your ass out there, fucking work up the money and go buy a Ferrari. Hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think he's got the message. At least I hope so. Good. I'm glad that I'm a really nice person and everybody loves me so much. All <laughs> right. Um, this guy didn't pay. Uh, this guy, you ready for one that you have not read? Are you okay if I read it? Yeah, that's fine. All right, greetings. I'm another typical fucking white male, 27, living in Southern California, specifically San Diego. I have a standard 40-hour night security job where I do almost nothing except work on my gaming mods and consume red pills. I earn minimum wage, which is plenty to live on because I am highly minimalist. 
I live in a single room hotel type of place. This kind of sounds like a nice life. Like he lives right downtown. He just walks all over. Have you been to downtown San Diego? I have a long time ago for work. It's it's very nice. That it's area. very nice. Yeah, I really like it. Uh, my entire expenses, such as rent, phone, food, transportation, come out to about half um, half of a month's pay. I don't date, consume drugs, alcohol, or tobacco, or care about sports ball or many other activities. Mostly unsocial. I spend most of my spare time and money on computer stuff and gaming. The virgin towel label probably applies, and that's fine. I don't care. In other words, I just go to work and do my thing. As I already said, I consume red pills. I have fully accepted that society is going to crumble and probably within my lifetime. I can see that places like California become hell on earth when the time comes. I desire to get out, try to replicate my relatively easy life somewhere else in another state that can better survive the inevitable slow decline of the longest possible time that will give me more time to prepare. I want to find a state that doesn't have mass homeless, mass crime, mass disease, mass tards, and constitutional restrictions. <clears throat> I've done research but can't come up with a sure choice. Texas and Wyoming have been a few of my considerations. I would rather live around the who-dang-digglies with their missing teeth than live around brainwashed retards trying to slay me with their bullshit. My requirements for a new area are as follows. One. Have a basic supply of jobs, such as security, that don't have big requirements. I don't have any fancy education or trade skills. All I've ever done is security, so that's probably the best bet. I'm open, however, open to other basic job areas you can recommend that don't require any fancy toilet paper with my name on it or other major requirements. Uh, Chad, what do you think? Uh, so he just wants to be a security guard? Is that what it is? Some, he's a minimalist. He doesn't need a fancy job. He just wants to do his job and go home, plays video games, nerd out. And for once, this is an actual, I want to call him a virgin towel. This is a genuine MIG towel. He's, he's more of a hermit. He's not antisocial. He, he used the correct word. It's unsocial. He has no desire to participate in life. He just wants to be left alone and read his books. I mean, it's probably not a good idea to move to a major city because it's pretty expensive. You know, if you just want to make a small amount of money and then play video games, uh, what what do you think? Am I on the right track? Well, with that major or? city or not, but he he's the for the job. I think security guard is one, night watchman is another. He may want to look at uh, becoming a commercial truck driver. Yeah, may, may, uh, Ubering maybe it depends on whether he's got a good enough car. No, gotta, people you know. don't make enough money. I, I, know. I see it all the time. It's not enough. Right, right. I, I'm just saying that those are your, those are kind of your options. Uh, but where you go, as long as it's a sizable enough town, you could probably find security work and whatever town you move to if you get your carry conceal permit that will help you get jobs at other places that require armed guards and with a little bump in pay um so i'm i'm just trying to think you know like parking lot attendant uh <clears throat> what else Nighttime. hell he could he, be a mall cop <laughs> no he's got to deal with people then oh right right yeah um, um nighttime janitor that's what Atham kind of does. Atham's job is a great idea. He wants to avoid people. Okay. Um, so there's there's jobs. You should be able to find something, no problem, because most people don't want to work the night shift. And you should be able to find something because everybody, you know, every town, had, someone's, all, someone's up 24-7. You're probably going to want to go medium town or larger, so 50,000 plus. So in your, I know you said Wyoming. Yeah, thank God you're not going to hang out with people because you're going to hate those people. But huh. uh, Casper, Gillette. Uh, gosh, Jackson, but Jackson's a liberal, though liberal. They don't even consider it Wyoming. Um, Rock Springs, Buffalo is, have you been to Buffalo? No, I just remember you've been there, right? Yeah. It's not big enough of a town. I don't think there's any 24 (laughs) seven thing. 
Um, Sheridan might be big enough, but then I would also consider Montana. That's where they got enough water supply and, and uh, farmland. Billings is a big enough town. Missoula, Butte. Um, those are Idaho would be another place you could consider. Um, anything towards the center of the country. I'd maybe recommend Rapid City, but there's not not a lot of night guard stuff. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there are places, you know, every place needs a janitor, but um, yeah, Grand Junction, lots of places in Utah. Maybe Salt Lake City might be something to consider, but if your concern is a collapse, you want to be in towards the country where all the fresh water is, where the mountains are for defense, and where there's a lot of arable land. And mm. um, that's kind of the area you'd want to be. And I'd be going 50,000 population and up. Um, and rent's going to be cheaper. I can guarantee you that because it's not Marxist leftist socialist bullshit. And, uh, you should be able to find some kind of nighttime work, uh, easily there. But I would also look into truck driving because then you don't have to really deal with people either. Um, that's, I mean, well, if he works the front desk at a hotel only overnight, you don't deal with that many people, right? Depends on a hotel. Cause I've worked security at hotels before. And if they have, weddings and bar mitzvahs and oh, anniversaries yeah, yeah then then i get to kick people out uh and uh and you sometimes you think you're just working the desk you're also the security guard and they failed to tell you that and they don't arm oh, you because yeah, yeah it's you want to be real careful with that hotel work um you know if it's the small little dinky hotel off on the highway fine then all you gotta do is worry about people robbing you uh but <laughs> if but if it's like a large hotel and they have banquets, yeah, then you're going to deal with princesses and prima donnas and other such thing. Um, two, he says, little or no restrictions on my rights. I like guns, but don't have much knowledge or experience. I like to get deeper into that, but I can't be bothered with it while living in my current shithole state. Yeah, you're talking, well, even Spokane, Washington would be all right, but the Eastern part of Washington, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming's got great gun laws. They got the best. South Dakota will soon have it, but again, not a big enough state or towns to maybe hire you. Sioux Falls is about the only one, but that's on the far east side of, of the state. Um, Utah, Nevada has pretty good gun laws uh, if you want to do that. Even Reno, Carson City, those parts of Nevada might be something you might want to consider. Uh, Texas. Texas, yeah, definitely Texas. Um, not a lot of mountains though. He didn't mention stuff about mountains. Oklahoma, you know, if you like plain states, maybe you, maybe Kansas and Nebraska are for you. Maybe you like Lincoln, Nebraska. I mean, if if you're just kind of staying in, you don't really care what it looks like. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm putting too much of me into it. Maybe Bismarck, North Dakota, is a place for you. Florida. Uh, I'm naming places that don't have an income tax. Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's thinking also more like survival, though, and Florida yeah. would not survive worth a damn. Yeah, that you're right. That's yeah. not good. Yeah, so you want to be in the center of the country where there's a lot of fresh water um, and where we control all the food. Yeah. Uh, no mass amount of crime, homeless, disease, degeneracy, or illegals and minorities for reasons that you should already understand. Wow. Okay. I can understand the illegals, but yeah, the Utah would have the least amount of crime because of the Mormonism. Um, and also states that have uh, pretty good gun laws tend to have less crime. And every any major metro you're going to go into, there's going to be crime. There's going to be minorities. Uh, that's just how it is. Um, <clears throat> but if you have uh, pretty good gun laws, uh, it, it's kind of amazing how people don't 
mess with you, especially medium-sized towns. Mm. Um, and I know he's like, oh, illegals are minorities. Dude, you go to – I'll warn you about Wyoming. I know you think like the who dang diggly danglies. The only two places I've ever had to draw my gun were, Chad? Um, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Which state? Is it one I'm in? No. Okay. I can't um, carry my gun in your state for all practical points and purposes. Well, you never know when two MAGA wearing dudes, you know, have a rope and whatever at sure, one, yeah, yeah, one a.m. Yeah, yeah, on yeah, a right. minus twenty eight degree night. Uh -huh, anyway, uh -huh. um, no, it was Wyoming. Oh, uh, it was yeah. Oh, dude, what? I know he thinks. Oh, Wyoming gun laws and a bunch of white people. No, 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 no. Again, my quote: If you don't hate white people, visit Wyoming. You soon will. I mean, there oh, yeah. is no, <laughs> there is no race that is free of its of its idiots. And you go to Wyoming, you are dealing with not only drug or alcohol, but you are dealing with meth. And that fucks people up. Yeah. Um, I had people banging on my apartment like a three in fucking Buffalo, which is like Buffalo. this small little dinky town. And, you know, I got my AR-15 and it's not like, oh, God, I'm going to have to shoot somebody. It's like, really? Really? Are you fucking me? You know, uh you're gonna you're gonna be probably you know you want to everybody should visit the town of rollins wyoming rollins rollins what in fuck is in rollins and it's like people who've been just doing a lot of drugs and fucking their cousins the entire time and are probably likely to shoot you or run you over it is it is a small but shit part of town where i was going through it i'm like i actually feel safer in uh you know North Minneapolis. And maybe it's just because I lived in Minneapolis, but I'm just looking around. I'm like, there, there's Jessup, and he's looking at me like, who would this fucker be? And like, yeah, you know, this is not a place to be. Um, so uh there's you won't have homelessness, you'll have disease, you'll have degeneracy, not a lot of illegals, not a lot of minorities, but you're gonna have all the other shit you don't want. Billings is also like that. Billings, you think Montana, biggest town in like, okay, it's right. But uh, there they do have homeless. Um, and, you know, you just look at them like, man, they got tuberculosis or something because that, that, that skin don't look right. Uh, you know, that's why I'm saying you definitely do your reconnaissance. Uh, definitely do that. Um, but, yeah, I would, I would go Utah, Idaho, Missoula, Butte. Uh, Casper and Gillette are shitholes. Mm. Um, Sioux Falls is nice and clean and pristine. It's like Appleton, Wisconsin. It's boring as fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bismarck, North, North Dakota, maybe Minot. You know, get a little bit of that Bakken oil field money going on there. But I'd uh, warn you about. I, I just just don't think. Oh, I'm in the country. Uh, yeah, you're in the country. You know, uh, you better have cleaned your AR-15. Uh, mm -hmm. cheap and minimalist friendly. I want to live cheap as possible and rebuild my current situation where half a month's pay could cover all my expenses. Yeah. Again, the States we were talking about, I'm trying to think aside from Denver, the most, the largest city would be Salt Lake city. And that's not that expensive. Spokane, Boise. Those are all relatively cheap places to live. And they're made major quote cities. Um, yeah. And I remember living in Casper rent was cheap. I think it was $500 for an apartment per month. Um, 
so yeah, like, Dallas, I'll, I'll tell you this, the, the towns in like Dallas might be a little pricey though. Dallas, Houston, uh, any one of those major metro areas that might, um, that might, uh, have some expensive rent, but yeah, that I, even Texas, I probably wouldn't want to stay. There's not enough water, not enough water for me. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to get your best recommendations for states and areas within those states that best fit me in my situation. I'll also accept other job recommendations for low skill people like me. If you have an area and it, what about becoming a programmer? I mean, if you're into computers, then you don't even have to get a job, you know, like you just program, take some contracts online. And you're working at night. I mean, that, True. that'd be a skill I try to learn while you're, while you're working security now in San Diego, why don't you learn how to program? And then that kind of opens up. You could kind of go wherever you want. I mean, that'd just be what I would, I know you, you don't think you're capable of higher skills, but, or maybe you just simply don't want to, but that's something that might really make your job hunt a lot easier. Yeah. Standard length video response, no anonymity required, no price, ba 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 Yeah. You haven't done much reconnaissance, right? Who, me? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been all over most of the U.S., but I haven't yeah. specifically like thought, would I want to live here type of thing. I was just going different places for work like early in my career. Oh. Would you recommend Portland for this guy? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, too expensive. And although he's right, if he moved to Portland, he would definitely not want to deal with many people while he's there. Um, yeah, he's got to go someplace that's cheap. And um, are you no longer home alone? <laughs> yeah, I'm no, but that's all right. She'll She'll be fine. So, okay. <laughs> come in. Which, um, all right. So uh, we got that. That was the last asshole consulting request. How are we doing on super chats? Uh, we just had one more from Darius again. He's been sending a bunch of these. Okay. Um, did you see Endgame? Oh, the uh, Avengers. Yeah, he asked, no. what What did you think about Endgame? I never I, saw it. I didn't because they had Brie Larson in it. And after what just a rank spit-in-your-face movie Captain Marvel was. with Yeah. The, I was just like, no, you, I called it the turd in the punch bowl. You know, like, but it's Avengers. It's Endgame. So I'm like, yeah, it's a really big punch bowl with a rat turd about that big in it. It's like, I still don't want to see it. Because there's well, a rat turd in it. You ruined the whole thing. I don't care if she's only in it for 15 minutes. I'm like, no, I, I don't. I don't care. I just wasn't that interested in seeing it. I don't know. I'm not really into that type of stuff. No, no, I haven't gotten off my ass to see John Wick either, but a lot of that has to do that all the theaters that were nearby are all like uh, assigned seating. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. And it's just, it's like, you know, maybe, maybe movies and I are just going to part in general. Maybe I'll just wait for John Wick to come out on DVD. Huh. Cause I, I can sit there and just watch it then. So, uh, I, I really just, the, the movies, it, it, you know, I, I don't like the pol- I don't like the time. I, the last movie I saw was Shazam, and that was good. That was cool because it was at a local theater that didn't uh, have assigned seating. But now it's like John Wick. All the movie theaters that were nearby now is like assigned seating. So I'm kind of like, eh. yeah. You know, I, I'd, <clears throat> I'd rather spend twenty dollars to get the DVD than seventeen and not have the DVD and then just have the comforts of my own home. I just haven't been to the movies in a long time, so. I don't think you're missing anything. I, I don't really think so don't. either. I really don't. Are we going to do X-Men 27, but it'll be a next generation crossover with Star Trek and Batman? Oh, shut the fuck up. Jesus. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> All right. Any more super chats? 
Uh, just one that came in here, Nonstop Dre 360 for $1.99. What program language would you recommend learning? I got a video already up. Search the most in-demand programming languages. Okay. Um, but like Python, R, C, Sharp, SQL, uh, and there's some others. But yeah. And you could just search because it always changes. Always changes every year. So take a look and see what's in demand. Learn to code. All right. <clears throat> Learn to code. Um, let's go through some final things. One, take a look for me on Praxy, the Praxy app. I'm up there. I'm not able to get to my page because they're still having some snafus, but Praxy is returning. So if you got to contact me, contact me through the Praxy app for emergency asshole consulting services. I also installed Telegram. You ever hear Telegram? That app? Yeah. Yeah, I have that. Okay, I got that. See if you see if you can find me on Telegram. Okay. Uh, we got that there. Assholeconsulting.com. Go there if you guys have questions that are a little bit more involved than these little uh, onesie, twosie type of things. And then, uh, hey, guess what the Patreon is up to now? Let's see. It had gotten close to 100 a week ago. Has it uh, passed that? It went to 104. Oh, man. Yeah. And I'd like to think because of the awesome article behind the paywall called Sanity is the Future of Wealth made everybody pay the dollar minimum to go and become a patron member. Uh, some people would say it was Mary Jo's tits. I like to think it's my genius economic writing, but it got up to 104. Then it dropped to 93. Oh, what happened? I don't know. But then in the past two days, it's gotten back up to 100. Huh. Were yeah. the, was there fresh material? No, I have, I'm only going to do like maybe a picture a month. We're not going to flood the market. We'll get a picture a month. Um, <laughs> and plus i've had like did i tell you uh so i asked other gals who were like fans if they wanted to send in pictures they could do i know how you know how many other gals uh sent in pictures zero zero right okay so it's just <laughs> like mary joe right <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna be in high demand because she'll be the only one there um yeah so if you guys wanted to uh donate to uh, help out the show you can go to olderbrother.com slash donate three ways to do it paypal where you get nothing patreon.com slash aaron claire these are all links that you'll find at olderbrother.com slash donate uh you click on the patreon uh it's like i think i think the minimum is a dollar a month uh, but you could donate up to whatever i don't know what the limit is uh but that gives you access to the stuff behind the paywall which includes some uh, classy pinups from our good friend mary joe and uh the article sanity is the future of wealth which people are j they just can't get enough of it chad they just cannot get enough of it Hmm. And then the final way you can help out is by going through my Amazon affiliate link there and buying all your Amazon purchases through that link because I get a six to 7% cut and it costs you nothing extra. And that is the best way to do it. And uh, if you do that, that helps me out. Doesn't cost you anything more and you get what you were going to buy anyway. And I think that's the most equitable. And as uh, Stefan Molyneux would say, do the right thing. Uh, <laughs> And you don't have to donate and get nothing in exchange. Just a um, real, hmm. real, real quick aside about that. I've noticed that he doesn't really do any real videos anymore. He just does like ask me anything where he get can get super chats. So that's really yeah. changed. Well, I, I was kind of curious what would convince him to become a capitalist. Finally, I guess there was that format. I mean, he wouldn't run ads. He wouldn't. I mean, I, I, I could. I would have paid him thousands of dollars to run ads for Bachelor Pad Economics or. Poor, uh, black man's got out of poverty or poor Richard's retirement or something like that. But he <clears throat> just staunchly refused. But now the super chats, I guess he, he does that now. I, I don't know how he could keep up his talk show. Anyway, the man was working like a, like a machine. 
Yeah, I, I feel a little sad about it because I used to really enjoy his truth about whatever streams mm-hmm. or shows, and he doesn't do them anymore. He just does the super chats, but he's got to earn money. I get it. Yeah, I rarely get to do a Clary original anymore, although that that thankfully be kind of changing here because now I'm slowly getting back to normal. Um, but, you know, that's that's how the economy changes. That's how the online interwebs world changes, so now everyone's doing the super. Don't worry, Google will take it away. I'm they'll sure. Oh, well, there's this. Will, oh, my God. And then it'll be something new. And then they'll, and they'll take that away, too. I, I think that I think Super Chats have at most like a two year lifespan. And then Google will fuck with it. Ugh. They're going to fuck with it. Uh, where can people find you, Chad? Uh, they can find me at ElkinsCPA.com. There's also a book that my dad and I write called The um, Elkins Comprehensive Tax Guide 2019. Um, before we go, do you have time for another super chat? Did they pay? Yes, they did. Then I have time. A bacon Maldito for $2.23. Posting new show today, did one live from the car. So go you to said the- that the last time. I went and wasn't up there. I'm like, well, where is it? Huh. Well, we'll go. We'll, we'll look for that. All right. We'll find it over at thegoddamnbacon.com. I had one last quick question for you. Mm-hmm. When somebody uses your affiliate, do the, do you see exactly what they bought, or just they bought an item for ten dollars? I see the what is purchased, but I don't. There's no association with who bought it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, there's complete anonymity. It's just a list, so like you can analyze. Oh, everyone's buying shoes. Well, maybe I should plug shoes more. Or, or people are buying, you know, stereos. Maybe I should buy stereo or plug stereos more. I'd like to get into more like plugging. Like, oh, I found this really cool thing on Amazon. Hey, everybody, go buy it. But again, there's not enough time. Just not enough time in the world. Okay, cool. So, all right. Would you like to take us out correctly, Chad? Two doors. <laughs>